Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Duck, Duck, Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and & Dragons and then put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the Dungeon Master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us for episode 20 of Duck, Duck, Dice. So we are now two decades old in terms of the number, not the years. <laughs> If episodes were years if episodes were years we'd be two decades old uh but we have some other shows on the party follow games channel of which duck duck dice is one and they have been along around for not 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 quite a decade fairly close, <laughs> two decades, maybe? Fairly close to uh, a decade if years or if episodes yeah. were years we'd be yeah over a century and a half old. There you go. So a very old yeah. show. Um, but Clint can tell you about that one. Yeah, uh, we do a podcast that is myself, uh, my good buddy Dan, and my other good buddy Neil. Uh, all good buddies. Yeah, all good buddies. I was going to say something else for Neil, and I was just like, I don't know what else I would say. So I'm just going to say the same thing again. But... Uh, <laughs> We talk about video games, uh, video game news, releases, and we take a deep dive into something video game related each week. Uh, but yeah, if you like video games, you should check it out. All right. Thanks, Clinton. We'll be here tomorrow uh, night, 8 p.m., talking 8 about uh, video game movies, Mortal Kombat, and Final Fantasy. Cool. Twitch.tv slash Games. Um... Danny's also going to tell you about some cool people who, you know, do cool stuff and we use it. Right, Danny? That's right. Uh, so I want to give a little quick shout out to the wonderful people who provide our music. So that's Tabletop Audio, Kevin McLeod, and Will Savino, Will Savino at Music D20. Um, and then the wonderful people who supply our fancy maps now that we're playing on Roll20 for the foreseeable future. Uh, so that's Neutral Party and um, Two Minute Tabletop providing the non-SAM maps for our encounters going forward. Yes, hopefully there won't have to be too many SAM maps <laughs> going forward because while enjoyable, they are a bit wanting as far as the finesse goes. That's a staple though. Your MS Paint maps have come a long way in a short time. Thank you, thank you. So I appreciate you be that. Proud. Well, you know weird situations call for extraordinary measures from people and mine is trying some art <laughs> doing Truly, art. I'm, just, I'm just a fan of ms paint maps in general so all right thank you i got a supporter in zach that's great <laughs> that's came off weird yeah, it did. <laughs> that, oh that's great zach likes it oh, great good. zach yeah. likes it and zach is also I am normal human. <laughs> All right. Anything? <laughs> that, it just reminded me when we did the 24 hour stream. <laughs> Hello, I'm Clinton. I am a human. A normal human person. <laughs> yeah. None of us were at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Anything else? All right, then. Let's get into it. So it is morning at the top of Mount Oof. It has been a harrowing experience, fraught with many dangers along the trail for the blessed as they've made their journey south. 
but the end of that journey is in sight. Although, not literally. They still have a four-day trip down... Not four days. Don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) A half-day trip down the mountain before they reach Marin's Gate. Uh, In the meantime, the caravan is gearing up to head out in the early morning light with a massive griffin egg in tow. So the wagons are sort of finalizing the sort of meager camp setup, picking up what they uh, set up for the previous night and are lining up to head down the uh, narrow yet straight path down the other side of Mount Oof. So where are you all at in the caravan? Um, What's our cart still in the very... Are we still heading up the last? Yeah, okay. Uh, I imagine now that the giant griffin is taken care of, we're probably all back to our own cart as opposed to spread out amongst the caravan, so... I mean, we should probably still stay at least somewhat spread out in case anything does happen. We're not to safety yet. There are still very hungry griffins out there. But isn't staying close better? Safer? I mean, For we're us, gonna... but I mean, the rest of the wagon train is still counting on us to keep them safe. Yeah, we're kind of short on guards at the moment. And... Mm. I will finish my breakfast then and go hop up where I had been the day before riding with Marcus up in the front. Alright. I think my cart already got destroyed. Um, Darwin is riding with off. Scrammy Finch. So I'll yes. probably hang back in our cart just in case anything unforeseen happens with this egg that's also in here so it doesn't try and get the jump on Ally as he's driving. I told you, tomorrow morning I'll just talk to Scrammy Finch about it. You I'm sure mean Finch today? Dinner or breakfast you mean this, this morning? Oh yeah. That was up to Scrammy Finch with my egg. Okay. So your egg is- knife. With my egg. not yours. So Uda's got the the giant egg and is taking it up to Scrammy all night long. Um, yeah, it's quite the sight seeing this. How tall are you? I am seven foot. Ooh, let me make sure. Have it for seven foot nine. Jeez, (laughs) looks like a carrot. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> this like three foot tall egg is just being palmed like a basketball by Una <laughs> as she walks. Maybe not that much, but you know. It's definitely dwarfed in comparison to the the massive fur ball carrying still a massive egg up to Scramity Finch's wagon. Are you just when someone destroys it? And um it's uh Scrammy just kind of looks down uh, or looks kind of he's tightening some of the, um, you know, the, the harnesses and the, the straps on his on his wagon and says, oh, you, you're going to ride up with me today. Oh, I was going to sit with you anyways, but I was wondering what I should do with this. My compatriots don't want me to keep it, but I feel bad if I just like threw it away somewhere 
I didn't know. You've been here for a while. I didn't know if you knew a better solution. So you, you don't just want to smash it then? I mean, but it it's not here yet. It's not dangerous right now. Maybe it won't have to be dangerous. No, I suppose not. But hmm. well, I I wouldn't have anything to do with a dragon egg or a, a, a griffin egg. But well, I haven't talked to him in a number of years. But I feel like I know somebody who might. Would they be in town? No, no, quite the no. opposite. Back the way we came, even further. Then what should I do with it? Uh, that you killed the Griffin. As far as I'm concerned, it's it's your quarry. Do with it as you please. I could, I suppose, take it to him if you wanted to. Like I said, I haven't seen him in some time. But I'm retiring after this, damn it! So I'll have some free time on my hands. Well, let me just—I'll—I'll I'll be up here with you, anyways, and I'll. I'll think about it. I, you might want to bring it to him because I'm pretty sure the al- ally wants to smash it. The, the well, couple. I could certainly see why. The thing was a menace. But mm. I could see your point of view as well. I'll just hold it. We'll, we'll just go with it for now. Maybe smashing it's a good idea maybe not i'll just yep we'll just go yeah let's be here all right then let's saddle up and he hops uh joyfully in the uh seat of his wagon you guys all begin to take off right down the uh, red sandy slope of the other side of mont um it is a very similar journey down as it was up. Um, you can kind of see out over the expanse of the Halcyon Plateau. Uh, it looks like further south there is um, more of a peaked sort of mountain range that the plateau kind of begins to butt up against. Um, and it looks like you're kind of doing, once you get down Mount Oof, um, you are kind of once again on some of the flattened plateaus and there's this, this number of s- these switchback kind of um, ways to kind of uh, slowly descend down from the high flat plateaus uh, down into what looks like a small valley that leaves, leads out of the area. So as you all are venturing, um, the going is slow and steady and the first parts of the morning pass by without any sort of incident well that was quite the trip Lex how you holding up um I'm feeling a lot better than yesterday yeah I think I'll be ready to not be on a wagon for a whole week again after this. Yeah, my tail's getting a bit sore. It's all sitting around on these dang benches. But at least we had some bouts of energy in between. If only they weren't so energizing. Yeah, no, I, uh... 
This has been, uh... It's been rough. But... Glad that we can at least see our end inside, or at least I'm pretty sure we can. Yeah, well... I'll be happy to leave the plateau behind us, for sure. It's been nothing but... Seeming hell for the last month. Yeah. Um... About what to do once we get to Marin's Gate. Do you do you have too many uh, big ideas on how to uh, venture forth from there? Or? Well, I honestly, if our friend, the uh, the lady friend there, she if she's reported to the inner tier there, the trade families, if she was working with them, I would be of the opinion that we avoid Marin's Gate as much as possible. But I don't know. That's up for everyone to decide. If she's made friends with the trade families, we might be in for a bit of a rougher time than we initially thought with uh, the trouble we caused with her. Yeah. I guess that's true. Um, I don't know. Do you know what else could be around the area for us to go? Uh, it's been a long time since I've been around these parts. I mean, I grew up right near here, but this isn't, uh, it's a different world than it was when I was growing up. I and I didn't get out a... much when I was growing up either. I'm guessing you never had the pleasure to be up and down this mountain before now, have I'm you? Just up and down it going to Kavorka, but yeah. Marinsgate was one place I always avoided. Didn't want to get in wrong with the trade families. What else, um, what else was growing up around here like, though? I don't know, it's an interesting, uh, interesting life growing up under the service of a green dragon. I don't know, lots of, uh, menial labor around and things, uh, pretty, pretty cutthroat for the most part, but managed to impress her at least somewhat. Uh, and she, well, she put me in charge of moving her horde at one point. So that's what I did for most of my youth. How I became acquainted with the trade houses and the ore the, uh, and wheel. But, uh, and how I ended up going between Spanifix and the horde, moving it. see I guess um, was it tough in the horde well her horde was just I mean gold and jewels and things moving it was difficult it's how I ended up in the prison pits I uh, got caught while smuggling some gold in and uh, the guard of Spanifix just assumed that I had stolen it from somewhere and I was charged with theft and thrown into the prison pits for 
nigh on three decades, I think. I lost count there for a while. Did anyone even report that they were missing anything, or did they just... No, I mean a kobold with a lot of gold. Assumptions are made, and... Well, who's gonna miss a little green kobold? I mean, I would. Yeah. You're different, though. Yeah. I get that a lot. <laughs> and with that, I'll just kind of watch along the uh, road southward and just kind of enjoy the ride for what it is. Sounds good. I'm just going to disconnect my video just for a moment. Try to keep it from lagging. My connection keeps going from like green to yellow, red, green, yellow, red. So I'd like you to stop watching 4K get, videos get off, downstairs. Get off Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. Better. <laughs> That's my test. Am I lagging? <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, the at this point, um, you guys are starting to the in the early afternoon um, because you guys have been moving at a pretty good clip, unimpeded. Um, the incline has kind of started to mellow out a little bit, and while you're still in the narrow straight canyon down mount oof uh the going is a little bit easier uh but once again uneventful it's not what i expected you to say <laughs> it's really a nice change of pace <laughs> for nothing to happen yeah <laughs> to have a pace <laughs> the sky and earth both open up <laughs> Can I talk to Marcus as it starts to level out? Yeah. yeah. As we're setting up there, uh, I'll just ask him, have you ever been to Marin's Gate before? No, I, I haven't. I've never really been this far away from Hornrock before. I usually patrolled around the northern area more than anything else. So this is all very unfamiliar territory to me. I've never been to any city outside of the Halcyon Plateau. So it's been a strange journey leading up to it, that's for sure. I thought my first time in Marin's Gate would be, I guess, under more positive circumstances other than merely surviving. Well, at least we've survived it to experience it. What comes next for you? Well, now I just see to the delivery of the wagon caravan. The royal wagons will go to there, the merchants that are expecting them, and whatever scraps Darwin's got left will probably be taken in a similar fashion. Uh, we'll probably hunker down there for a few days. Um, and connect with the next caravan that's coming back up that way. Is Marin's Gate, is it affiliated with Horn Rock, other than just 
Another city in the kingdom. It's kind of a weird place in the kingdom, actually. Um, it's not affiliated with Horn Rock at all. While they do enjoy a good trade relationship with the city. I mean, frankly, Horn Rock doesn't really have any other option just because of where it's located. But from what I know, the city itself is not is a almost an independent fiefdom from the rest of the fire swain kingdom sort of a just a small almost independent trade hub that is run by the trade houses i i don't know much about it i've never really heard of it before it's pretty interesting <laughs> is it I guess it must just then go to the rest of the kingdom. There must be a lot of roads leading out of it or, or something. There's several, but Kaya, I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious. So you've never been to Marin's Gate before? No. And you're not from Hornrock or Kavorka or Daggerbluff? No, not exactly. So then how did you... Get up here. Everyone has to go through Marin's Gate to get into the area. Well, it's certainly the easiest way, one would normally say, although we haven't really had much of an easy time getting through. The Halcyon Plateau is surrounded by mountains, and... But you're not from the mountains. I can tell you're not from the mountains. Well, it gives it away, and I'll, like, you know, look at my <laughs> dusty clothes. The fact that you're not trying to eat me right now is evidence of that you're not from outside the plateau. You're not a wanderer or a drifter. Well, I might not be, but my mother was. And there were a number of people who lived that kind of life before they made a go of it in a community to the north I don't know of anything to the north that's all unexplored territory as far as I know pa anything past the gauntlet mountains at least and no one lives out there you're right no one lives out there except for my mother and a couple other people I wasn't it wasn't for me it was a, a really difficult life there wasn't much scope for learning new things or meeting new people there. I decided to head back south. So there's a village up there is what you're telling me. I don't know if it's even truly village-sized, but there are a few people. And what are you doing up there? <laughs> You're, you, you're giving me very mysterious answers, Kaya. And I guess I don't, I don't owe you... I don't owe... You don't owe me any answers. It's just that... I guess I'm just curious. And... Well, I'm interested in knowing more about you. In some ways, I guess you could kind of consider it like the vacancy in Hornrock, right? There are people who hide there because they don't want to live under the laws or authority of others and these people are mostly people who were traveling from a place where they didn't want to live under someone else's rules hmm. 
it's because not I've... easy by any means. It's incredibly dangerous. It's very removed from the world. It's probably not worth it, truly. Hmm. So you don't think you'll go back? To be completely honest, I don't know if there's anybody there anymore. I don't know if there's anyone left. I haven't heard from my mother or spoken to any of those people since I left six months ago. I don't know if there's anyone there. Hmm. I think about it a lot. Now, that's got to be tough not knowing if your home, even if it's a place you tried to leave, I mean, it's still your home, must be kind of tough not knowing what's going on back there. I've always known what's going on in Horn Rock. I think about my mother every single day. My hmm. small family unit, just my mother and my best friend growing up and her grandfather, just all those little memories keep up with me every day. I'm, I'm a little homesick, to be honest. I didn't think the world was this big. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be itching to go home too. I've seen, I think, enough of the plateau for a little while. I think I've seen enough of the plateau to last a lifetime. <laughs> well, hopefully you won't be gone from it forever because I would like to see you again. Oh, oh God! Marcus kind of jumps <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, oh, fa false alarm! Oh God! Okay, good. All right, you're right. We've we've been talking too much. We should keep a, a weather eye out just just in case. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else happening? <laughs> Anyone else doing anything at this point as Mount Oof begins to level off and you all uh, and the day uh, you guys begin to actually reach an area where you kind of wind around. You, you reach down um, the bottom of Mount Oof, but you're still amongst these smaller plateaus and elevations and you're slowly kind of making these switchback cuts uh between these small rock formations slowly down and down um until you come out to a steep drop where there is a road um really kind of almost like wooden scaffolding um built down the side of this sheer cliff that ends at the base of a small valley with something many of you have not seen for a very long time. Patches of green shrubbery and grass and small trees in this tiny little narrow valley next to a small river um, that seems to come out from a cave underneath the mountains. Uh, the 
river and the small valley lead to what looks like a town surrounded by tall wooden walls wedged almost directly between two large cliff faces. Out beyond, you can see green countryside down further down the elevation. Marin's Gate is in sight. Uh, as it comes into sight, I'm going to collect all of our group back to our wagon. All right. Everyone's kind of like, you guys probably got an hour or two down the, uh, down this, um, wooden kind of ramp stairwell stairway. Um, and everyone seems to kind of just be taking a breather, enjoying kind of the open air, um, and the sight of Marin's gate. Uh, yeah, I'm going to collect all of everyone up, uh, back to our wagon. Uh, well, we're getting a bit close here now. Uh, I figure our manifest is here on the wagon. We should all be on our wagon. And speaking of which, giant griffin egg is not on our manifest. Gravity said that someone might be able to take it. Maybe. Did you ask it hey. who? No. Where? When? Back in Horn Rock. So I need to. I'm still deciding. But. What are you going to do? Take it back to Horn Rock? No, I'm not going back there. But. Then how is said, it supposed to get there? I mean, people have to go home anyways, so I'm going to talk to see if he is going to go back there anytime soon. Take it with him. Well, why don't we go talk to him before we get to Marin's uh, Gate? Yeah, I'd feel better if we had this situation figured out and done with. You mean I have to make a choice now? Yes, now. Yeah. So, Scrammity Finch! I know you've got <laughs> massive super hearing. <laughs> yes! Yeah, I wasn't sleeping, he says from, from the uh, seat of his cart, and he plops down, pulls up his pants, his, uh, his trousers, and plops towards you. What uh, can I do you for? Well, Una was saying you have some friend that might be interested in this egg. Yes, yes, I do. So this friend, who is he? Where is he? What does he do? Well, I don't know exactly where he is. I probably have to find him. But who is he? He goes by the name Brother Briar. I wonder if that might be who it was. He's a, a, a druid, old mystic nature talking to druid out there in the plateau somewhere. Real weird guy. We are uh, we're acquainted with Brother Briar. No, really? How is he? I haven't seen him in a year. He's many years, doing, several years. He's doing well. His mud baths keep him wrinkle free. But uh, he, uh, yeah, I suppose he might be one of the few that is maybe somewhat qualified to take care of this egg. But Una says you're willing to take it back that way. 
Well, the way I see it, I'm I'm done. This is this was this was enough for Scramity. I've seen it all. Scramity Finch. Sorry, he didn't say Scramity. Um, the, 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 so I think I'll probably just wait for the next caravan up, head back to Horn Rock, retire, and do what I want from there. So. Could I suppose you? I won't have much to do. I could go looking for Brother Briar. We can direct you right the way to go. We know where his hut is. Do you now? We do. Whereabouts? Plateau's a big place. Yeah, tell him he's got to go to Kavorka and then head out up through the sand staircase or whatever, through the hole. Up the mm -hmm. thing. Sand canyon? Yeah. If you reach the plant uh, people, you've gone too far. <laughs> well, I haven't haven't been to Kavorka in some time. Nice little place. Yes. Tell uh, tell uh, oh, what's her name that we sent you. She might give you some Marian. some uh, lavender sweets or something. I don't remember what they were. Sounds good. And if I can't find Brother Briar, what would you like me to do with the egg? It Smash is yours. It. Just smash, smash it. it. Smash it. Give it to Kavorka to eat. And celebrate. All right. I would prefer if you found Brother Briar. <laughs> I will, I will, I will well. certainly do my best, Una. Got nothing but time on my hands after this. Assuming I make it back alive. Yeah. But if I'm killed, I will do my best to try to smash the egg before I die. So it's kind of <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I'm an operator. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably the, about the best we could ask of you, Scramity Finch. I appreciate you being willing to take on this burden for us. Yeah, well. Y'all did right by me back there. Kept me alive. Kept all my horses alive. I'll deliver an egg for you. Lex looks around at the smoking wreckage of everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that settles that, and I'll open the safe on the wagon with the key and write large egg onto our manifest. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yep. Um, make and a uh, forgery check. Una onto it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Forgery check. I was gonna give it to Brother Briar at this point. Do we have a way to? Or we could stash it out here if you'd rather, you guys. He can just pick it up on his way back through. I don't. Is there anywhere I mean... we can stash it? Is there like big rocks or something we could put it behind? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys are still pretty much out in the wilderness for the most part. I mean, oh, there are shrubs, right? It, and it is a it is a large egg. Yeah, it will probably get eaten if we leave it out here. It's perfect. So by larger no. predators. I didn't will say that. A, a, a raccoon that. will make a home inside of it. Gets <laughs> <laughs> your brother Briar as a surprise. <laughs> you brought me a raccoon in an eggshell. <laughs> So what are we doing? Are we bringing it in with us, or are we... I just assume we just bring it in with us. Right. Yeah. 
forgery and then scramity is a six plus oh no six so twelve unless it's 12. dexterity based is it dexterity based well what did you did you just roll just, proficiency yeah know. do dexterity oh it rolled wisdom uh it would be a plus eight so 14 all right okay you're on the precipice of civilization anything else you'd like to do before you wade into it kind of run into it instead of waiting <laughs> if you were to run now you would probably fall about 120 130 feet down you can walk down i mean how much faster is walking than waiting waiting not waiting waiting yeah. w-a-d-i-n-g yeah you wade slow it's not like wait isn't a quick pace you can wade quickly <laughs> It's oh just, you're my goodness! Up in in the water, you're just up to your waist of water. <laughs> I feel like you're just like going slowly at that point. You can wade post haste. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> post hastedly wade down. Uh, all right. I didn't expect it to be so green. It is a nice change of pace from what we've this been seeing. Even, this isn't even green. I mean, this is greener than I'm used to. Like, even only my room is usually this green, and I'm not in there anymore. Una, have you ever been out of Horn Rock before? And not at all. This is a a lot different. What were you? What do you mean? You're greener than you're used to outside of your room. Did you have a a room with plants in it? Or is it just painted that way, like the dyes? No, we had plants. It was like flowers and stuff. It sounds like but, a nice place to spend time. Yeah. My room was a very nice place. Is that all you've ever really got to explore before, though? I mean, sometimes I like might help people. And, you know, everybody at home, but that's where it would usually stay. I have another question for you. Sure. Just one. Yeah, just just one. <laughs> the people you were with, were they family? Were they folks like you, or were they not? I mean, they weren't like me, but... I mean, they were kind of like family. Have you? But we can call them family. Have you met anyone else that's like you? Mm, not really, no. I mean, I hope to find others like me, but I haven't met any like me. Do you know how you ended up in Honrock? Um. No. No. Do I believe her? Um. Make a uh, make an insight check. Clearly, the best stat on my sheet. Uh, eight. How convincing are you, Shyla? 
Does she believe you? I mean... Yes, you do believe her. Yeah, yeah. You believe her. That's a good... Yep. I mean, I guess for what it's worth, I don't remember really much of how I got to Dagger Bluff. Usually. You just kind of... You're just there. Huh? You think about how you got to where you grew up all the time? Yeah, I was born there. How do you know for sure? Because I know. <laughs> you, you you don't even know if you were born there. You couldn't even say that. But I'm from Horn Rock. That's enough. Well, now that we're out, what all do you want to do? Is that just to everyone or just to Una? Mostly to Una. I mean, anyone okay. else can answer. I mean, I figure now I'm supposed to, like... I I actually don't know. I've... This is the first time I've been, like, out, out. Like, away from home and away from everyone. Like, on the cart, there's, like, only being in the cart and not dying. And now there's another city. And not dying. Yeah, yeah, that. Really, and... It seems really important for you not to be in Horn Rock anymore. It just seems odd that you didn't have, like, anything else in mind now that you're finally out. I mean, when, what I'm were keeping you running a lookout. From? I'm not running from anything. I'm looking. Then why do you want to get away from Horn Rock so bad? You're not running. Why Why don't you want to go back? Why do you want to get out? Yeah. You know, sometimes people don't want you to do something, so you have to go do it. Or they don't know that you want to do a thing, so you have to go do it. So yep. what, is, what is it you want to do? do? Find more me? Yeah. And who didn't want I'm you to do this? Me. I mean, they might not want me to do it. I don't know. Yeah, but who is they? The people I was living with. Yeah, and they you, are? The people you might call your family? Yes, those. Who are they? The people I might call my family. Yeah, but who are they? What are their names? What do they do? Why would I tell you that information? That seems way too personal. You have, don't know them. I mean, we've all kind of fought and risked our lives with each other for this whole week. I mean, you could say that of anyone on this caravan. Yeah. You could say that of Scramity Finch. And I do kind of feel a kinship <laughs> with Scramity Finch now. And he just yells out from his wagon, Scramity Finch is an open book. I'll tell you anything you want to know. I ain't hiding nothing. Where were you born? Horn Rock. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Who were your parents? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Scramity Finch. <laughs> hey, wanna, he's willing to tell us. We Are you Scramity Finch the second? Do you just want like a name? Yeah, of, like some names, anything. Thomas. Just Thomas. Do we believe just it's Thomas? Thomas. <laughs> Did you read my I book? See. It's not good to lie. But There's I'm not a... lying. Okay, Is he a I train know. engine? But... No. Wait, what? <laughs> I 
I mean, uh, Thomas is a pretty important name. I mean, if Una wants to not tell us, I think she shouldn't have to tell us. I'm so confused. I'm telling you a name. Of course you think that. You (laughs) definitely would. Eric, I'm pretty sure the more that we ask Una about her past is less time spent trying to find out yours. (laughs) I'm just saying, I just gave you a name, but it seems because I'm giving you a name, now you don't believe me either. No, we believe you. It's just not the whole picture, it's their point of view. I'm just trying to answer questions. Why do I feel like I have more questions than I did when we started somehow? I don't know why I answered all of them. Because we're your friends. We've known her for four days. Yeah. It's been a long four days. People can become friends fast, Alec. It happens. <laughs> Intense experiences tend to bond people. <laughs> Tends to happen a lot in real life. (laughs) Or it drives them further apart. Like, it's pretty (laughs) to be honest. Arid is estranged from everyone at this point. (laughs) Everyone. Una? Yeah? Had you decided where you're gonna go after Marin's Gate if you don't find anybody like you there? I don't know but I mean the goal is to keep searching but I mean like I said I haven't been out a lot so I just I mean I was I'm searching and I want to do things that I haven't done before but mainly searching it would be very responsible of me to search first priority most of us are looking for someone one way or another why don't you stay with us? We can all look together. So you're not just going to leave me out here, like in this city of strange earth. Any of us were planning on it. Do you want us to? I mean, no, 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 I don't. Are you going to leave the... us like you did to Thomas? <laughs> I think that's probably no. the bigger question. Because I don't think any of us care what you want to go do. We'll help you go do it. You don't have to just leave if you decide you want to do something. I mean, that's... Unless what you want to do is raise a giant, evil, monstrous griffin. Then Then we'll put our foot down. I think she could do a fine job raising that, and it won't be evil. See, that's how I felt, but... I understand. Caution. And smart. Uh... How, How... How long did you take to plan this trip, Una? Like, I just kind of left. I mean, yeah. Caution. I mean, I don't really need much to survive and all that business, so I didn't have to, like, gather supplies or anything like that. I mean, uh, people like me don't need that. Well, the stone you have, is that something that you've always, it's always just been yours? Yeah. It's just mine, me. Do you think maybe that could help you find out where the rest of, well, anyone else like you might be? Maybe? I didn't think of that. 
I just have had it, so I don't really think about it anymore. It's just there. Yeah. It's just... Apart from the height and everything, that's one of the things that's pretty noticeable about you. And the fact you don't doesn't know have. what food tastes like. Well, I don't really... I mean... I understand it's normal for people to eat, and I am working on it. I see the important quality to everyone as you keep eating rations and food during our trip. So I will continue to do so. And it seems normal to learn magic from books. And clearly that's where everyone learns it. And so I should read more books. So, yeah. You don't learn magic from books. I have read so many books. So many. Do you have a spell book like mine? I have left it at home. <laughs> well, then you didn't learn magic the way I did. I have to look at them, look at it every day, or I can't do it. Then I should get a new one? You can do that, but you've been doing magic right along, so I don't think you have a book that told you how. Remember that thing about the book and not lying, Una? There's a difference, though. It's normal to learn magic from books, clearly. So I should be learning them from books. I mean, they're... dragons don't learn their magic from books. I'm not a dragon. I don't. I'm not no, saying I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Does this mean you have magic, ally? Yeah, you've seen it. I gave in a demonstration. A, in a way. Una, for what it's worth, I don't really read much at all, and maybe that's why I, I kind of explode every <laughs> once in a while, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't learn magic that way either. I suppose not. So I'm just saying it's not weird. It's not completely weird if you didn't learn your magic from books. You can be upfront about that. You don't have to try and pretend that reading is how you can do what you do just to fit in. You really don't have to try and fit in. We had a friend here before before you came along. She could do magic because her god gave her the ability to do it. Is your magic kind of like that? No, no, uh, no, no. It doesn't matter if it is. I'm just saying there are a lot of different sources of magic. Yeah. A lot of uh, Maybe mine is more, I, probably just more like Lex and yours, like combined, clearly. Yep. So like a dragon. Are you a dragon? I'm not a dragon. I don't think so. I've been told I'm a purple, not a dragon. I don't have scales, I don't think. Scrammy Finch yells, yells out, I give her a good look over. She's not a dragon. Confirmed Thank it. You. <laughs> Do you want to come over here and talk with us, Scrammy Finch? Start sleeping. Someone's, not listening. Someone's got to drive his wagon, Kaya. <laughs> I mean, I could give it a go, but I don't think I'm any good at it. 
Well, he I will jump over to start driving my Remedy Finch's wagon. <laughs> Out of concern from him falling asleep at the rain multiple times now. <laughs> Ally, you said you've been through here before. When we get into town, where do you think we should go? Like, to stay or, or something? Before we decide where we're going next? Um, well... Personally, I've never been to Marin's Gate. I avoided it. I met up with the caravan the side of it, skirted around the outside of the wall, and met a caravan up this side and continued on. Uh, not a huge fan of the trade houses, personally. I think if we have made enemies of them via our lady friend, Perhaps we should search out the Federation of the Ore and Wheel. Uh, they're about the only thing in this area that will have at least some equal standing with the Trade Houses. The Federation is how the Trade Houses get their goods moved about the Kingdom, but uh, they don't have any direct say over them. So, I don't know. Take the Trade Houses... I don't know, it kind of sounds like you're speaking a foreign language, I guess. What What's wrong with them? Are they more they're than just... what their name suggests? No, I mean, they're just a mercenary, uh, merchant class. Uh, they don't like people meddling in their business, though, and it seems that we have. Hmm. And in Marin's Gate, they run the show. And so if we have some of the trade houses angry at us for destroying their blood tongue shipment and waylaying one of their agents, depending on which trade house and how much power they have, it might be on the order of upsetting a duke or a prince. Oh. Well, and we probably don't want to fight them right now. I personally... Right, right now? <laughs> but, I mean, if we go into Marin's Gate, uh, I think we... I don't know. I don't think we're going to find much there for us. I know we'd all like to get off this wagon, but... If we head into the Fireswain Kingdom proper, we might have some more protection against them. But they run the show in Marin's Gate. My vote is we seek out uh, the Orin Wheel and find a cabin or an inn in their jurisdiction and spend a night, gather supplies, and take off the next day. That works for me. In a long time, but I used to have some friends in the Federation of Ornwale, the FOW, but uh, it's been many long years since I've, about 50, 60 since I've been in any contact with them, so, no, about probably 40, 50 years. Well, that's more to go on than I think any of the rest of us have. Shall I do have a light you can turn on? I do. I was just waiting for us to take a break for me to go fix that. Okay. Oh. 
well, why don't we take a break? <laughs> All right. Um, unless you guys want to, you guys want to finish up this conversation first. No, I think we've made our decision. Is it finished? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Men's Gate inches close, closely slower, uh, slowly closer. Um, We're waiting into it. You are wading into the thick of it. Post haste. We'll be right back. Stick around. (laughs) Greetings and welcome back to Duck Duck Dice. The blessed are just about to make their way into Marin's Gate. So you all kind of come down the ramp scaffolding along the side of this cliff into this small, almost bowl-like kind of valley that's nestled between these very tall mountains, which both kind of continue southward and then narrow at Marin's Gate. And the city is kind of almost built like right between this wedge of these two mountains uh, with the one road going directly into it. Um, To the right is a small road. Uh, There are walls um, at the northern entrance to the city uh, made of wood that look like they are about 30 feet tall or so. And from here, you can probably get some sense of what the town looks like. The you can see that there are cobblestone streets and these kind of densely packed alleyways of half timbered multi-story buildings with these wide pitched roofs the general look of Marin's gate is sort of like bavarian with these kind of earth tone materials um and as you approach the gate, the stone gate kind of built into this wooden wall. Um, the front of the wagon caravan, which isn't that far from you all, um, led by, um, you see Harundi and Marcus, they sort of approach the gate because it looks like that there is, um, boxes and carts in crates, almost kind of stacked up in a semicircle. um, like kind of leading into the city um, around the gate. And you, as the, the, the wagon caravan stops and you see some of the drivers uh, from the rest of the wagon kind of go over and, and start kind of listening what's happening at the gate. Um, and then hurriedly start kind of unhooking their horses no, that doesn't look good. Well, we should find out what's going on then. And I will yeah. go up there. All right. So there's clearly some sort of a barricade that's been erected um, within the gate um, to Marin's gate. And there are these rough and tumble kind of types, not soldiers by any means. Um, they look like kind of working folk, um, but they seem, you know, very intense and one of them just kind of says sorry no travel in or out of Marin's gate at this time the foul has put a barricade on the city oh what uh what why hmm 
problem with the trade houses seems uh they don't want to give in to the demands of the FAO during these trying times and so uh we as the ones who move it and therefore earn it have determined that uh no commerce coming into or out of Marin's gate you're more than welcome to uh bring your horses in as well as yourselves but uh any wagons mercantile or otherwise i'm afraid are not allowed to enter the city or leave the city at this time oh okay works for me i will relay the message i head back to the group well um seems our uh i don't know what how to say this well we're not bringing the wagon in that's for sure uh okay we can bring the horses and ourselves in uh but the fow has taken a barricade of the city to stop any commerce seems that they can't come to an agreement on work conditions uh so we'll have to leave the wagon for now unless we can find some exception inside uh but maybe the barricade will end soon but we can at least find uh sanctuary for the night does that mean we won't be able to get rations and anything to continue our journey uh not out from the city no uh but uh at least we won't be high on the trade house's priority list at this moment i don't think so that means no more wagon so they get our wagon they don't get it but we can't take it through right now they're not claiming ownership of it. But they're I just, just not going to let us take it through. Will they watch it at least? Uh, probably not. I mean, we can head back out here at night. It'll be cheaper than staying at an inn, especially now. I'm sure that they've got inflated prices with commerce being halted. I suppose we could just those of us who actually need something inside the city, we could just take turns going in. Yeah, I mean, some of us can stay here or whatever. I don't think anything's gonna happen to it. I mean, it's not a commerce wagon. And even if it were, they're not ruffians. They're just trying to look out for themselves. I've seen a few of these disputes over the years, but... Yeah, my concern I, isn't with them, it's with other people that get told they can't come in and see a nice cart just next to the gate. Well, I mean, who's coming this way? There's no one going to be coming behind us. I don't know, you said you started going inside the city the last time you came by here. Yeah, it's true, but a lone kobold isn't uh, hard to miss. group of ruffians or... Are... Whatever, I think the people will take note, especially all these people we just brought. And there are there are um, similar-looking FOW members who are up on um, sort of like the battlements above the the gate that are kind of built into the gate. 
But yeah, I think um, Ally, you would know. I mean, yeah, I would say you know no one's coming behind you. I mean, traffic's pretty much one way on this, um, and the the foul aren't necessarily going to like their this like blockade and their controlling of like traffic and goods is how they like leverage their power over the trade. They also don't want necessarily people like messing with you know their wagons and their their um um the goods that they would have been hauling otherwise um so we aren't a trade wagon could we just is there a detour that we can take just to get through since we're not going to be really dealing with any sort of commerce stuff anyways i imagine i as far as i know there's no way around with a wagon the only reason I could make it was because I was on foot, but and small feet at that. I don't know. There's even a way that. Yeah, you would have had to like ally you like when you snuck around this, you would have made your way basically between the like the wall and the canyon sort of skating around the edge. Uh, it might be tough for some of the bigger folk to make their way through. Um, you certainly, you know, with your dexterity and nimbleness, didn't have a problem kind of squirting through between the the mountain wall and the wall. But um, others might have a little bit of a, a difficult time, although it's not impossible. But definitely not a wagon fin through there. But right. I think, I mean, they're not unreasonable folk. Uh, if we can find some of the... Uh, FOW leadership in this, we might be able to carve out an exception. Uh, I mean, they know we're not for commerce, and if we pay our respects and maybe some dues to them, they will perhaps let us through. Well, I guess if we're going to have to leave the wagon one way or the other, I could just uh, alarm it, so that way if anybody comes through here that's not us, we would know. It'll take a few minutes, of course. Yeah, go ahead. And at this point, um, Darwin and Scrammy Finch have sort of pulled off to the side. And Scrammy Finch kind of looks like he's setting up camp outside of Marin's Gate. Um, and Darwin is sort of, looks like he's kind of like unpacking and sorting some of the goods that he managed to scrounge up from the wagon before it was, uh, or after it was tipped over by the Alpha Griffin. Um, and Marcus and the other Hornrock guard are sort of, you know, the, at this point, all of the drivers um, have kind of headed in with their horses after pulling their wagons kind of off to the side. And, and Marcus and the, the other guard are just kind of like, well, we have to like, we have to watch this wagon because we have to see it delivered. Or these two wagons, I think, that, yeah, they have two wagons left. Um, Uno's gonna go up to Scramity Finch and mm-hmm. with the uh as carefully as possible with the egg, just like, can you watch this? Certainly, certainly. I'll I'll, I'll put it in the wagon. Darfin's moving his stuff out, so there will be plenty of room for it. I'll I'll make sure it doesn't break. Unless that's you've changed your mind and you want me to break no, it. No, okay. not, no. 
And then I will I will see to it with tender care until my mission is complete. Crash. <laughs> Trip. Thank you. Oh. I don't think I have a stat block for Scramity Finch. <laughs> roll roll dexterity saving throw. <laughs> okay, well, I'm good to go in. Marcus approaches and, and says, well, uh, this looks like it's as far as I'm going to be able to go until this foul and trout trade house business is sorted out. I may venture into town soon to see if... Uh, there are any preparations being made for a return journey i'm sure traders will be have some carts lined up destined for horn rock but well i don't know where you're all going after this but again um thank you you've all gotten me out of quite the jam twice now and i won't forget it and i'll make sure the people of horn rock don't forget it either you're always welcome in the city, and you're always welcome in my company, for sure. Well, it seems like we have to leave our wagon here for a time, too, so maybe this is a goodbye just yet? I certainly hope not. But if you do decide to go inside the city, I'll more than happily watch your wagon for you. We appreciate that very much. All right. Well, good luck to you all. And he goes back over to the wagon. Are we taking the horses in or are we leaving them here? Uh, Seems like everyone else has taken the, the horses kind of inside, except for Scrammany Finch. He's keeping north, south, east and west out here, kind of grazing around on the shrubbery and short, stubby grass that's growing. Um, in this kind of, it's kind of a a transition from sort of like the arid desolation of the Halcyon Plateau um, to a little bit more green life sort of springing up from the earth, especially around this river. Um, and you know from you know your vantage point before that directly past Marin's Gate, um, again that sort of transition phase happens, but beyond seems to be a green horizon. Well, up to if you. If Scrammity's leaving his horses out here, maybe we should just leave ours too. I mean, but Scrammity's going to be out here, and the horse has been working really hard, and I think they should be able to like, come in and rest. I don't know if horses care so much where they rest. I could be wrong, but I think the horses wherever they are. I mean... I could ask, but I won't be able to understand them, but they can understand me. Okay, I guess you can ask them if they want to come inside? I mean, but if you don't want them to come inside and I ask them, then you say no, then mean. I don't know if I care, I just don't understand why this is such a thing. Uh, they've been working very hard. It, Lex is just scratching his head at this whole exchange. <laughs> I'm just gonna gonna work any harder out here while we're in town. Then... But what if it like it it rains? I mean, there's green stuff around here. Maybe it rains 
more here than other places. Yeah, but don't they eat green stuff? Yeah, but wouldn't they want to find shelter? And then if we just unhook them, then I'm just going to wander around and leave. Or do you want to keep them hooked to the wagon the whole entire time We're in the Why city? We picket them so they could eat some of the grass. And um, Ally, you would you would know that because of Marin Gate, Marin's Gate being a a, a trade hub, uh, that there's significant. I mean, there, there are stables within the town for people to, you know, bard their horses. Well, we can board them inside. There are stables that will take care of them, feed them, water them, brush them. Is it expensive? I mean, we have more than enough to pay for it. Okay. So I'm going to go up to the horses and unhook them, and then I'm going to say... Well, if you want to come into the city with us where they have, like, more Spas. food for you, and they will brush yeah. you, and yeah. they probably have a, little, a lot of nice things, then follow me. But if you don't want to go, you just want to stay out here, like where all the griffins were, um, <laughs> then don't follow me. Just just don't move when I pull your reins. Well, and then I'm going to walk forward. Okay. Um... Make I don't you're not really trying to you're giving the horses option you're not really trying to persuade them to anything I'm not. so yeah what, do you, do you start walking away yeah I start walking I okay. have the reins and, and they, by choice of words she was trying to persuade them to go in <laughs> but they 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 begin following you <laughs> like yeah okay sweet <laughs> well listen this giant thing that just talked to us that sounds nice <laughs> I don't know I'm a horse. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. That's the one problem to have speech with beast and leaf, so I can communicate with beasts and plants, but I can't understand them. Yeah, so like, and, oh. and horses are definitely intelligent creatures. So they're yeah. like, yeah, no, that sounds that sounds tight. Let's do that. Yeah, there's griffins <laughs> out here. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we I'm have horses. Take eleven minutes and cast alarm around our wagon. All right. Which which type of alarm? Uh, mental alarm, so I can go within a mile of the wagon okay. for eight hours. I will just wait for Ally and anyone else, and just start heading into the city. All right. I had a question for the guards, and I don't remember what it was anymore. Oh no. Do we know how long this? blockade has been going on so far you haven't asked anyone yet hmm. I look at the most forthcoming of these uh, most forthcoming looking of uh, these gentlemen it's like so how long has this been going on so you say this to a, a younger person who doesn't seem to have as much of a scowl on but as soon as you address him he almost kind of like snaps into a character that he's been practicing and he's the blockade will go on for as long as it's needed he's just like young kid and he kind of like puffs his chest out as he says it um been here for I mean, 10 that's... days and we'll be here as long as it takes kind of would have been nice they would have warned us 10 days ago that this was going on for sending um, kind of just speaking aloud. I don't know if oh. the kid 
is gonna respond or not, but yeah. especially with how many people have died on this trip down here already. Well, Lex, there's not really a way to get word to Horn Rock from here in that short of a time. I don't know. It just seems like a waste. How, like, magical is the kingdom? Like, would there be messages going back and forth between here and other cities often? Or, um, like, or like certain... Regions? Um... <sighs> Horn Rock has always kind of been, from what you know, Eric, sort of a, um, I mean, definitely like under the Fire Swain banner. I mean, they practically emptied their garrison to help out, but um, they are very much kind of like sort of detached just based on geography. But then also, I mean, the waning economic, you know, prosperity within the region has sort of um made people not care about it as much as of late and while there are methods for certain nobility to communicate to each other um i mean you wouldn't know whether or not horn rock has a direct line to anyone yeah i just assume like carrier pigeons or something like that carrier snails pigeons don't yeah. exist in this world <laughs> they get eaten by all the griffins they tried it a long time ago Carrier owls. <laughs> Maybe some of them survived. All right. So you all head into the city? Yep. I'm waiting the horses. Hi, right, Cabin. Okie dokie. Uh, let's see here. Oh, go. Why so, were we some... planning on spending the night in, or are we all planning on coming back out to the uh, wagon? I think we're still in the trying to get our marbles gathered phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, so. I just got like 33 messages that my Twitter account just got hacked. I'm going to fix that real quick. Ooh, yeah. Fix that. Ooh. Do you want to take a break while we do that? While you do that? Should I have to change my password. Everything's okay. fine. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so, um, as you all head into Marin's Gate, again, it's... Uh, Clearly, there's like a, a, a main road, and and the, the the city itself is rather small. Um, and I think Ally, you would probably know a few things. Um, so the town is about only probably about a thousand people or so. Um, fairly diverse, but mostly you know, humans, dwarves, half elves, halflings. Um, and the city is sort of built like a like a square. Um, the outer square area is known as the Greater District, and this is where um, you know regular folks live. This is where trade and commerce tends to happen. Um, off to the west, there is a dock area where trade goods are moved from the city by river southward out into the rest of the kingdom. Um, but there's also within this square shaped city, a second smaller square inside, um, known as the inner district where the, uh, trade house, uh, folks live, uh, and where wealthy merchants, uh, go to stay. Uh, but there's a very strict divide between, um, 
the greater district and the inner district and to sort of keep the peace within at least around the inner district itself um the trade houses employ sort of their own private guard force um again the like this this area um is not within the city limits um is not under necessarily direct control by the fire swain kingdom um a long time ago power um over this kind of area and the building of the city was purchased by some wealthy trade houses from the king long time ago um but this is kind of a central point where uh goods from horn rock come south uh, goods from the Tribreeze Valley come eastward, um, and then things go uh, really a, a lot of it towards Spanifix um, and the Burundo Lowlands just north of there. Um, but there is wagon traffic in, wagon traffic out, and um, traffic by uh, raft and boat outwards as well going south. Um, as you all head into the greater district, um, the, the town, the city kind of has a, a uniformity to it. Um, while many of the buildings are kind of packed closely together, um, there maintains this, there's, there's, there's a cobblestone road that sort of cuts around, uh, the square itself. Um, but all the buildings seem to be almost, uh, it gives kind of a company town sort of vibe. Like all of these buildings maybe were built at one time. Um, and as you kind of walk through, you can see some of these buildings appear to be, uh, you know, almost converted into different shops, uh, Wainwrights, Coopers, um, small blacksmiths, um, sort of the industry of, trade um or the 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 machinations of trade if you will um and these businesses are converted from houses and most of the houses look like they are kind of like multi-family you can see strings of clothes hanging from some of the upper levels stairs going to uh different levels of these buildings most of which are about anywhere from two to three stories tall uh, and there is you also notice that there are um, a lot of wagons lining the streets um, and the type of almost kind of like a clutter more than anything else. Um, clearly, a lot of the trade industry that happened here um, has been ground to a halt um, because of the uh, barricade by the foul. So what are you all looking for? Where are you trying to go? What are you trying to do? As well, we... Imagine... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I imagine the first thing we're going to try doing is just find an open stable where we can... And it's about 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon right now. Yeah, find a stable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Eric, were you going to say something? Or no? Okay. No, um, and his idea okay. was a stable. Got it. So um, asking around, um, looking for um, a place to uh, put up your horse, um, you're told by somebody that a lot of the smaller places um, are taken up. And you kind of get the sense that a lot of these houses, 
um, almost seem like um, maybe the families above them almost run kind of boarding houses for a lot of these traders and stuff. You see kind of a diversity of people hanging around outside of some of them. Um, but you are directed to the place. Um, someone tells you if you want a place where you can stay and um, put your horse um, in a good spot, you can go to the Crow Flies Inn and Stable in the uh, western part of the greater district. And it probably wouldn't take you more, um, probably more than 20 minutes or so to walk from end to end of the town. It's, it's pretty small, and people are kind of densely packed in. But the crow flies in and stable is the recommendation that you get. Well, I don't have any reason not to just go with that, so... Works for me. All right. Uh, and I'll ask the person that we asked that. Who... Where would we find the FOW leadership, you know? Somebody just... They just kind of like, can't help you. Sorry. Don't want to get involved. And... That's kind of it. Hmm. Maybe we can ask at the end. Yeah, or we Maybe. can head back to the gates. They might know. In any of the gates. Alright. Um, as you guys make your way over to the Crow Flies Inn, you do pass um, a building, actually a small patch of buildings, um, Again, very similar. I mean, all the buildings pretty much look the same around here. Um, but you see a small uh, patch of buildings where there are um, mercenary-looking types kind of standing um, very much on guard outside of the the buildings as you kind of walk past. And they just kind of glare at you as you walk by with your horses. Um, but people seem to be kind of keeping their distance from this block of houses um and uh the stares that you're getting from these folks definitely encourage that sort of behavior um and that's when you also notice that that's not the only kind of clutch of buildings that seems to be like that um as you make your way through the northern part of the city and into the western area there are a handful of buildings that seem to be under guard by these mercenaries was there anything about them that stand out or the they all were wearing um almost kind of like uh like kind of like biker jacket kind of things um and on the back were these three gold spears pointed upward how about about the buildings they're protecting they're all, I mean, most of these buildings are, they're kind of different variations of the same building. Um, kind of hard to tell uh, what is what. As we go by, I'm going to say, that's the reason why I avoided Marin's Gate. It reminds me of the vacancy. Slightly. It's a whole lot less vacant. Well, I yeah. suppose. Do you know what's going on with those, uh, ally? Those are the mercenaries that protect the trade families, the trade houses. D different. You that that one. 
you would that that would not be the case. You okay. wouldn't. So you guys would also probably. Sorry, I should have said this. So you you definitely caught a glimpse of the trade house um, guards um, because outside, just outside of the inner district, sort of bordering it, is this small uh cobblestone just like much of the the rest of the city but um it's almost kind of like a walking garden just kind of along the outskirt of the secondary like the the inner district walls which is just as high as the outer wall um and there are guards standing there with gold plated like um yeah gold like plate mail armor and those you would know are the trade house guards they like to you know they're their guards so they deck them out in uh you know glitzy kind of stuff to show off their wealth um but the guys guarding this house are not definitely not trade house guards interesting but those are the reason i avoid this place mercenaries are always trouble don't know who they were who they worked for. For their trouble. We didn't seem to have any luck with the last bunch of mercenaries we fell in with. That's true. Yeah. These look a little more expensive, though. Well, should well, try to avoid them then, I guess. How far away the crows fly now? I mean, this is... I mean, this probably takes you guys... 10 minutes to get there um but as you uh approach what you are told or we're told is the um crow flies in and stable um you can see it is a two-story um in in a, in a similar construction to the rest of the buildings um a brown kind of two-story barn-like building um with a number of small windows and chimneys coming out of the roof um it is it butts right up to the outer wall of the western part of the city. And, you know, just beyond that, it's like basically built along the side of the river. Um, but there is also a large stable built into uh, the side of the building as well. Um, and actually, it is just north of a is that another gate hold on this might not be my most up-to-date map let me check something okay nope there's not a door there's not a gate there so that's what you see big two-story barn like inn with a stable butting up against the western wall of Marin's gate on the other side of it the small river grows a bit larger is there like a stable hand or something in the stable? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of the, the front part is sort of open and there's definitely people, you know, leading horses around and seeming to be doing stable chores. Then Una uh, will go up there. Lead the horses that way. Okay. Eric, were you doing something? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to yell out to one of the stable hands and be like, hey, I uh, got some horses. This year and and a, a young lad comes running quickly and says, 
yes, sir, I'll, I'll take care of this right away for you, sir. And uh, says, uh, it, but if, if, if you don't mind, uh, make sure you check in with Wesna inside. She'll, uh, she'll make sure that you're all squared away. Can I get, get a name for these horses, sir, so I remember uh, who, who I can give them back? The Blessed. Oh, right. That sounds good, sir. Thank you. And he um, sort of looks at this, looks up at this massive fur bulg holding the reins to these horses and just kind of almost kind of his hand shaking, just kind of like reaches out for them, kind of like looking up at you like, I have to do my job, but I don't, I've not seen one of these before. It's so big and it's holding the horses. Here you go. Um, and I turn to the horses like, you guys be nice to him. He seems skittish. Thank, thank you. And takes the reins and leads the horses uh, into the stable. I hope they'll be all right. I'm sure they'll be fine. I mean, they're really not far from us at all now. Just well, leave at them. <laughs> so let's go in. All right. Hey. I will head in. All right. So you all head into a uh, what's basically a very large working class inn. Um, there are there's a large set of stairs off to one side of the building uh, that leads up to the second floor, presumably where the rooms are. Um, and you're greeted with what looks like kind of a large dining room and and common area, really. Um, but the sort of centerpiece, really, of the room are these large cutouts. Um, in the side of the wall that look like they've also been cut out of the wall, uh, the outer western wall, and there's this view of the river and uh, the mountain behind it, um, actually kind of coming right up to it. Um, you guys are kind of, again, the, the, the place that you're in, it's sort of this narrow um, valley where these mountains kind of butt up, and you've got kind of Marin's Gate wedged on one side and then a small river on the other. And those mountains kind of continue for, um, you know, maybe a few hundred feet outside of Marin's Gate before it starts to open up again. Um, but the view from the common room is this, uh, a large sort of, like I said, cutout window looking out over the river. Um, that's kind of to the left side. On the right side, um, sort of in the dining area, um, you can see it looks like there's almost like a buffet, a buffet that's been set up, and the place is kind of filled with all sorts of uh, different looking folk um, who are helping themselves to the meal on the large table. Uh, but sitting behind a um, sort of small desk in the center of the room, uh, you see a, um, a female human. Um, who is kind of presiding over a large book and flipping through it and making notes on another small piece of paper as she jots things down. And she takes notice of you as you all, and she goes, Oh, strangers. Well, you're looking for a place to stay. Place uh, to keep our horses. Come on now. You've got the dust of the road in your mouth. Yeah, we're down from Horn Rock. Um... Got here today, actually. We're uh, kind of looking for a hasty place for a quiet holiday, if you have one. She says, well, quiet is one of my rooms here, or one of my rules here. So let me get something straight. This ain't some drunk punch tavern. This isn't a place to party. This is a place to put up your feet, 
After a hard, long travel on the road, get some hot food in you, get a good sleep, clean yourself up. Is that understood? I don't want any problems. There's enough going on out there in the city. Mm-hmm. I understand. Um, how does one get access to... She points at the buffet table. She says, well, it's a gold piece a night to stay. The buffet is yours as much as you'd like. We keep it stocked. And if you have horses, I'm assuming if you came from Horn Rock, you probably have horses. It's a gold piece a night for each of them as well. Does that sound reasonable? Sounds incredibly reasonable. But like I said, no trouble. No trouble from the outside. Don't bring that in here. Well, not, um, no trouble. Not for nothing, but uh, I don't suppose you've had elves bearing gifts for people at random wandering about these areas, right? No. Probably wouldn't allow such sort of nonsense-sounding business in here. If they want to give out presents, they're free to do it outside. No parties in here. I think we should all be safe, then. Sounds like you've run a nice, tight establishment. Well, with the clientele, sometimes they just want to rejuvenate. Other times they want to get rambunctious. I run an establishment that caters to the former rather than the latter. Although, if you are looking for the latter, there's... um, plenty of other places. I would recommend the Mocking Bottle in the southwestern southeastern portion of the city. You can get get your jollies there, not here. Well, are we staying here, or are we just trying to board our horses here? I will be staying here, and and I'll put, uh, we have two horses, right? Yep. Yeah. I'll put three three gold down. And head over to the buffet. Um, Does everyone I... else want to stay here or do we want to camp at the cart? I think I'd uh-huh. rather stay at the cart, personally. Alright. It's it's alarmed it's for for another seven hours or so. So I trust Grandby Finch. Before we rest for the night, wherever we rest, I would need to go and redo it to start it over. I can stay at the card too. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I can. I, I want to stay here, but and then like Una like pulls out jewelry and go like golden bracelets instead of cash. Is will any of this work? Oh. The little one says, "Oh, I'm, I think that's." Do you not have any coin, dear? Not really. I can I've probably... been carrying it for her, and I'll just grab my, my purse <laughs> and I'll get the coins out. Just giving her this, like, this look. Alright. Right. Alright, so then just the three of you, then? Uh... Would it be and if you've got horses, what name are the horses under? The Blast. The Blast. Hmm. Haven't heard of that trade company before. It's new. Hmm. Would we uh, be able to have access to the buffet without necessarily buying a room to stay the night here? 
Certainly, you can pay two silver pieces if you'd like to uh, eat at the buffet, but you can't take any with you. You gotta eat what you want here. No to-go boxes. I think we can manage that, right, Ally? Yeah. What about All a right. bath? Do you just want a room? You don't no, have I to don't stay want in a room. <laughs> well, I could certainly draw, get you, um, draw a bath and... The bathhouse, if you'd like. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Anyone else? That'll be a gold piece as well for the bath. Is that included in the room? No, it is not. Gold I'll piece. I'll it. pass. I'll put down a gold piece. I'll put one down as well. I'm sorry for... I understand it is pricey, but... I, uh... A lot of my... Bath oils and herbs are running on short supply, and I haven't been able to... Well, there's a shipment of them somewhere outside of the southern waiting to get in, but at this point I am uh, stretched pretty thin. But there's still enough for every bath, right? I have some for some, yes. Uh, I'll slide another gold over and be like, my bath's gonna get some of that herbs and uh, fragrance, right? Certainly. I don't know, Ally. What I'm hearing here right now is if we can somehow break this uh, trade blockade, we can have discounted baths. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like more work than it's worth, really. I just want to go eat at the buffet and... Sleep in a bed again. That sounds nice. And I guess I guess a bath probably wouldn't be a gold piece. It'd probably be more like five silver pieces. So I'll slide uh, the cost of a bath. I'll double the cost of the bath. So okay. Oh, a, so a gold piece. Yeah, it said it too. Everything's gotcha. coming up, Eric. <laughs> it usually does. All right. Well, I will sit down at the table and. Same. my fill of food. All right. I'll go, we'll also go inspect the buffet and pick out things I don't recognize. All of it? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think they haven't eaten yet. So I have everything but the beans. Yeah. So at the buffet, there's a good helping of things. Plenty of different varieties of um steamed vegetables maybe three or four options there a potato option two meats a fish um there's some sort of small wafer like cookies that are sort of in this glass jar at the end that seem to be the dessert option um but there's a cook that seems to be coming out and refilling this buffet every now and then and um True to what uh, Wesna, the proprietor of it, said, this is definitely a chill environment. Um, there doesn't seem to be any drinking or gambling or anything like that. Just people enjoying their meal, putting their feet up. Um, there are um, a few kind of uh, friendly card games going on in the common area away from the dining room. Uh, one or two guys maybe passed out in uh, a chair taking a nap. 
So Una is going to grab a small piece of every dish and put mm-hmm. it on her plate, very separated out. Is it going? Is it is it a a regular person sized small or is it a fur bold sized small? <laughs> regular person small. Like if you say steamed vegetables, she's picking like one piece of steamed vegetable out and putting it on her plate. Okay. Okay. Are you watching what like? Kaya puts on her plate and like matching the same amount. <laughs> like this seems normal, right? Lex just has a mountain of dinosaur chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're all star shaped, no dinosaurs. Mm. <laughs> I'm so sad. Swords and shields. Well, and you will pull up um there's several it's almost kind of like picnic t- like a bunch of kind of picnic tables. Um and there are um, plenty of, there's probably about eight or nine other people in the room, but uh, plenty of open seating if you guys want to pull up a table to yourselves. Are they all human? Humans, dwarves, um, maybe a halfling or two in there. No elves? Um, yeah, there's a half elf in there. The city seems fairly, um, I mean, it definitely skews kind of. I would say human and dwarf, uh, but there are, like I said, some halflings, half elf, maybe a full elf or two if you got up and got to know them. Who knows? Oh no! Yeah, and we'll just go to a, at uh, one of the empty tables and just sit, take off her stone, and start picking. I'll sit next to Una with some food on my plate as well. All right. To the rest of you, the food is pretty. One note. It's seasoned, you know, salt and pepper. Maybe a bay leaf was thrown in there. But, um, Una, this is, um, because you've had beans. <laughs> but, I mean, this is, this is a menagerie, an absolute kaleidoscope of flavor, that which you have never experienced before, as far as variety and textures and smells. The uh, dance on your taste buds as you sample these delicate morsels of small food, which you have never seen nor taste before. And you people eat this just all the time. Well, I don't. Not this. Can't. So when we leave, I have to stop eating this. Uh, you can choose to. There's just other stuff out there to eat. Yeah, I kind of eat what we come across. This isn't rare food, though, I don't think. Yeah, no, you've oh, definitely... I, I would say all of you have had meals. This is a This is a pretty... This is like a, you know, a step up from like school, lunch, cafeteria, kind of like, you know, if you're hungry, like, yeah, you'll eat it, but like, it ain't, you know... One might call it a common meal. Yes, one might call it a common meal. Me, as I've now arranged my star chicken nuggets into the shape of a constellation in front of me. (laughs) Which constellation? Uh, I haven't decided yet. (laughs) All of them. Yes, this is not worth the money she charges for it. I think this is the perfect amount. Maybe we should charge more. Okay, first of all, we have to have a conversation about money, and I never thought I would have a conversation with somebody about money. Do you not have any coins? I... I just left home. I... 
I, I have things I can probably sell. I mean, people gave these to me. They seem like worth something. Why did people give those to you? These give gifts sometimes. And I pull out like there's golden chains and uh, gems and stuff like that. Might not be best to give away gifts for money. That does come back to bite some of us before. No, no, it only bites you when you give back a gift. As long as you're not giving it to the same person, you're good. Well, it's... I figure that if I don't come back with them, then they will just assume that, you know, someone took them. So it's fine if I sell them. Wait, say that th again? <laughs> someone, I mean... If I ever get back to Hornrock, I figure they'll just assume that someone took them. So. Oh, okay. Or I lost them. How nice is the gold chain? Hmm? I mean, uh, yeah, it's... It... I mean... The stuff she has is quality. Um... Yeah. Would I know how much the gold chain's worth? Um... Let's see here. Um... Shell, can you t tally up how much you got and, and message it to me real quick? I mean, here, let me. Because I just want to see if. I can find things there. There we go. Um, looking at it, make a, um... Uh, I don't know, how would you, how would you do... Investigation? Yeah, yeah, investigation. Make an investigation check. I see it has, like, jeweler's tools or something. I don't. Or, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe history? Yeah, make, make an investigation check. 23. Jeweler's loop off 23? Um, it's, it's, she's probably got about 200 gold pieces worth of jewelry there. Just, just the gold chain. Oh, just the gold chain? I mean, that's a, it's a, a portion of that, probably. You know, maybe 20, 30 gold pieces. Una, I'll give you 30 gold pieces for that gold chain you have. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, here you go. Thank you. Alright. Nice. I'll put it on around my neck. Assuming that it loops a couple of times because I'm. Yeah, it's 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 like a it's like a necklace for like a, like a gold chain like for a human sized person. So yeah, a couple of loops and it will help you out. Oh lord! <laughs> Three chains. Oh god! There so... you go. Una. That way you can have this coin to spend on things. Well, thank you. Um. I was just gonna trade, like gem by gem, but this works too. Thank you. While we're I'm here, yelling. outside of your apartment. Yeah, that's hmm. good. They're in their Can car, check yelling on? up into the second floor apartment. <laughs> no. Well, hey, dude, it's social, social, social distance thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How else are you going to have a conversation? <laughs> With That's somebody up on now. the second floor. 
All right. Anything else that you guys? I mean, this. I mean, hell, time is yours at this point. Um, once we're done with the meal, I. Once we're done here, guys, I want to go back to the gate and see if they uh, have seen our illustrious friend come through. All right. So, at, oh, go ahead, Kyle. Uh, all of us who have any kind of errand, we should probably see if we can plan them out, you know, together. I don't have much I need to do in the city. I'm just going to look for a bookstore. Other than that, though, I I could go back to the wagon and stay myself, too. What all do we need to do while we're here? For me, it's wait till this blockade clears. We're not getting the wagon through without the blockade clearing. Yeah. Well, I can go talk to the FOW guys and see if I can figure out where leadership might be. If they're in the city, or if they're somewhere to the south of it, but well, I'll come with you. I'll go with Kaya. I, I mean, I doubt a library might have. I mean, a library might have info on like more of me. So I suppose. I'm strangely curious on what Kaya could find around here. So, All right. Well, I will. Head back to the wagon once I'm done, so I guess... Alright. Uh, Ally, as you get up to go and leave... Um, I think Garrett's coming with me, right? Yeah, there is... Um, you see Wesna look up from her desk and sort of go sprinting across the floor of the inn towards the large door that leads into the inn and she kind of slams it shut and bolts it and she says and and she's just kind of like looking out the windows and as she does that a whole bunch of other people kind of crowd up to look out the window as you can hear voices yelling outside so she barricades herself in she, with us she, yes the... she shut the door and locked it like okay. shit's going down outside yeah um what do you guys do? Go to the window. Uh, yeah. All right. yeah. You so Aaron standing there with a plate of food while looking out the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you guys go and look out, and you can see um, in front of the street there are um, probably about two dozen on each side um, people lined up um, on the street. You see the uh, the guys with the the jackets uh, lined up at one end, um, all holding clubs and sticks and uh, rocks in their hand. On the other side stand a bunch of the foul members, um, and they're yelling all sorts of different obscenities at each other until they just charge at each other, and there is just bedlam in the streets. Um, clubs flying rocks being thrown punches biting kicking scratching it is a just donny brook 
in the streets. Um, dust from the road is kind of getting kicked up in the mayhem. Um, as at this point, you just see bodies kind of throwing at each other, um, blood being spilled, but everyone uh, just going tooth and nail at each other um, until there's a moment where everybody scatters and there are three file member bodies laying down in the street and the sides kind of back off one another um, and they continue yelling at each other and they're kind of throwing rocks here and there as the file members go and grab the bodies of uh, their three members who are lying face down in the street in pools of their own blood that you can see and pick them up and kind of drag them away. Um, the ones that they were fighting seem to kind of almost back off and seem to be kind of withholding a little bit. Like clearly what just happened was a shock to both sides before they part ways and go back to their parts of the city. But there are, there's spit and blood and clubs and rudimentary um, bludgeoning weapons just kind of left scattered in the streets, pieces of clothing. Um, and obviously a few pools of blood. And Wesna kind of leaning against the door, looking out, just kind of looks down as you all, and just says, well, now shit's really hit the fan. And that's where we'll take a break. Greetings, and welcome back to episode 20 of Duck, Duck, Dice. The blessed are in Marin's Gate, enjoying a lunch at the Crow Flies Inn and Stable, when a massive street brawl between a unknown mercenary group, at least to the, the blessed, and members of the FAO has apparently led to potentially the death of three members of the FAO as a hushed silence slowly kind of grows into panicked murmurs from your fellow inn residents. And Westna kind of unlocks the iron bolt from the door and kind of opens it up and looks out. And she just that, kind of like it, shakes her head and goes back to the, the uh, spears. Yes. Okay. Yep. Biker gang. Okay. I take it this isn't the first time this has happened. Are you asking this of Wesna? Yeah. She says they they've been fighting for for days. Hope those lads are all right, but my gut tells me they aren't. Are you and this establishment going to be okay? We'll be fine. People want to sleep, sleep and find respite from that out there. And as long as it stays out there, should be fine. I guess my question is how much faith do you have that it's going to stay outdoors? 
Well, as long as people don't cause problems in here, I've got no quarrel with the foul nor the trade houses. I would expect my business to uh, be kept uninterrupted. Has it been mm-hmm. this bad the last few days? Or is this worse? Like I said, they've been going at it in the streets for days. This looks bad compared to what I've heard of happening elsewhere in the city. Who's the other group, the group with the spears? Truth be told, I don't know who they are. The trade houses brought them in. Really, it seems at the start of this. And, um, well, they've been quarreling with the foul ever since. I keep my nose out of that business, though. I've got plenty of my own to tend to. There's some houses on our way here that the mercenaries were around. Do you know what those were? Well, more than likely, they were probably had something to do with the foul. I don't know. Like I said, not my business. Lesna. Yes? I'm sorry to be curt with this, but in my experience, when you're dealing with a war, you don't really get the option of being neutral on the front lines. And I don't I know you don't want to get involved in this, but I'm afraid that if this is happening just outside your door, it's only going to be a matter of time before something spills into here. Do you I've have done a, way a good to- job. I've done a good job of keeping trouble out. I have no doubt that I can continue to do the same. I appreciate the advice, but I'm afraid I don't need it. I hope you're right. And I will take my leave and start heading back to Ark uh, Wagon. All right. I'll follow. <clears throat> Lex, you want to come with Eric and I, or were you going to head with Kaya and Una? I. I got a bad feeling. I think I want to head back to the wagon real quick. Okay. Works for me. I'll follow with Lex until we get to the uh, gate where the foul guys are. All right. I'll be going with them. All right. Una and Kyle, what are you two doing? I'm going to, um, after Lex has left, uh, I'm going to look at Wesna and ask her, um, you're probably really familiar with this town. Uh, I've never been here before. Would it be okay if I asked you about some of the establishments that are available? What are you looking for? Well, uh... I hail from a more more rustic place. I'm I'm looking for I I don't know if there's any place in town that might possibly sell something like that. You literally cut out. We said I'm looking for a store that sells, <laughs> and I didn't hear. Did you say books? I I'm assuming. Uh, let me see here. I don't know why I didn't see this one coming. Um. <laughs> Not that we talked about it over. Uh, Don't yes. Stop up uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, 
over in the northeastern part of town, you can find um, uh, Brown Wall Books. Thank you. Is it safe to go out right now? I would say avoid street fights and foul and trade house business, and you will certainly be fine. You will find the people of Marin's Gate accommodating, not temperamental, as long as you mind your P's and Q's. Thank you. I appreciate the help. Uh, it's like go out to the street. Like, is it starting to get cleaned up at all? So, real quick, um, street sweeper. As uh, Kai, you, you, and I'm sorry, Una, what are you doing? As well? uh, Una is just was waiting for Kai to okay. go out, so she's just following. Okay. So, um, Kai, as you're talking to Westna, uh, Eret, Lex, and Ally, you begin to head out into the street. Um, but as you leave, um, and the this is probably i mean the middle of the street's probably about 30 feet away from you or so um there are some two fairly large looking foul members um much more kind of i would say clean cut than like the more kind of like rough and tumble rabble of some of the rest of the muscle um and they're standing above this older human man who uh, is kneeling down and he he kind of just dips his finger in the blood and looks at it and kind of rubs his fingers and just stares down the street um he's got this very angular jaw um and bushy eyebrows that rest above his steely eye on the other side of his face is an eye patch he has got a, a thin mustache under a pointy nose. Almost like sleek gray, grayish white hair slicked back on his head. A fady, faded gray duster sort of rests in the dirt and the blood on the ground. Um, and you can see a wooden shillelagh hung from his belt. Um, his neck and hands are covered in tattoos. Um, and on the one leg that he's bending down with, he's got this wooden um, and iron brace on his left knee. And he sort of stands up, rubbing the blood in his fingers, kind of looking down, and turns and looks at you all. And then begins to pace away, as do the two large um gentlemen that were accompanying him i just kind of look at lex or uh sorry ally jeez to uh um see if look see if the uh, person looked familiar at all to him or if he like looked like you recognized him uh well i suppose we don't have to head to the gate we might have found our uh our guy here, and I will follow after him. Alright. Two of the big guys kind of um, see you approaching from the rear pretty quickly. They turn around and say, hey, hey, hey! Back off! 
and the guy kind of turns around um an ally you hear him and he's about 10 feet away he just says not here and turns and begins walking back the direction he came south away from the direction you're all going okay um yeah i'll back off uh well lex you said you wanted to head back to and and i would say era and um era and lex make a perception check to kind of because ally would have gotten a little ahead of you just a second It's dying. There's a, the, a nine on the die for me. Uh, 14. Oh, what check? Perception. 19. Okay. Um, Eric, uh, Lex, you didn't kind of, you didn't hear anything um, as, uh, you know, a, a group of people went by uh, talking loudly. Uh, Eric, you picked up, picked up on, um, you kind of heard the man say to ally from a distance, not here. So, then, Ally, you were saying something. Sorry. Uh, you know, say they will leave him, kind of backing off. Uh, but not letting him kind of leave my sight. I guess, kind of following a few hundred yards back or a hundred yards back or so. He's going the opposite direction of the cart. Yeah. Okay. So are we are following him? Heading to the cart, because I think we're going to head back the other way. Um, did it? Did he say he had business with us? Uh, not in as such words, but I'm not worried about it. If you're worried about me, we'll be fine. We have nothing to fear from them. We can check the cart when we get back tonight, since we're staying there. Let's. If you think uh, there's reason to go pursue this, then let's go for it. Should we do our other errands first, so we're not associated? Well, I don't I mean, know where he's going. Is the only thing. And I don't have any other errands, so. Yeah, we can follow. All right. Did you have something you need to do, Eric? It's not immediate. Okay. I guess let's continue. All right. So Kaya and Una, as you guys walk out, um, you see um, you. ally. <laughs> hmm? So we pass you on the other side of the road. Uh, no, because you guys, so you guys would have gone straight out from the inn and headed south. Um, and, uh, and, and, and this, and the inn pretty makes, pretty much makes up the, like, western, like the center western point of the city. To the north is, um, the docks, which you would have walked by a little bit on your way down. And then further south is the, uh, entrance out of Marin's Gate. But Kaya and Una, you see, uh, further down the street, Lex, Ally, and Eret, um, just kind of taking off south. Well, so they bad. have no idea where we're going. <laughs> that's not going towards the cart. I thought they were going towards 
the cart. I thought so too. Do you think we should go with them, or do we think we should let them alone? Wouldn't I mean you've known them longer? Wouldn't they like come to you if they needed us? They can take or, care of themselves. I mean, I mean, if it were if it were Eric by himself, I would be a little more concerned. But if it's the three of them. <laughs> I mean, if there's something you want to do, I figure they'll, they know what, well, do they know where we're going? No, they don't. You know what? We'll just run our errand and we'll go back to the cart afterwards. Hopefully things will be made clear. We are all masters of de-escalation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No. What's that? I think they'll be fine. You just escalate it to the point where it explodes, and then just then it's done. Yeah, there's no more escalation possible after that. And then it quickly, very quickly, de-escalates. It's like that uh, Civ exploit where, which you become so pacifist, you become the absolute worst. So let's just continue with our errand, okay? Okay, but if I. See any of those of the foul members? I want to make sure they're okay. I don't see anything wrong with that. Just, just to let you know, but yep, that bookstore, right? Yeah. Other than that, though, we should probably try not to get involved. You know. I mean, I would like to keep my head down, but if people are getting hurt, I shouldn't just leave them. Well, hopefully we don't see anybody who's hurt then. We'll see. And we will continue towards where you told us the bookstore was. All right. Yay, the party split, the party split. This is fun. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> um no, it's just uh, you know, we haven't we haven't done a whole lot of um okay, so um Ally, Era, and Lex. Um I guess how are you trying to follow you're trying to kind of be out of like trying to follow this man sneakily? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. More we'll inconspicuously than sneakily. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean not like yeah. not like ducking oh, between yeah, crates, but like in, yeah. Just kind of, following from a cool. Following at a distance where it doesn't seem like we're yeah associated sure. with them. We okay. don't care if they know. I think. I'll just be looking. It's like some of the storefronts as we're passing them, and we're continuing along this path. Kind of. I don't know. Appearing touristy in that sense, I suppose. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> Town on strike. What fun, hon? <laughs> um, oh wow, paint by numbers. You gotta come back here. <laughs> All right, uh, the three of you, please roll a stealth check. Twenty-eight. <laughs> I'm so stealthy. Uh, I rolled well so far today. This one's gonna be awful. I can even get it in. Oh, nat 20. I lied. I rolled a nat 20, too. (laughs) All right. Well, so continue the trend. So the... I rolled a six. (laughs) The, um... 
the town while the foul barricade goes on you know commerce is not moving into or out of the city however it still appears to be I would say plugging, moving along at a at a somewhat muted pace. Obviously, the halting of goods coming into or out of the city has put a damper on some of the activity in the town, but there are people still going about their daily lives. Um, and you can also see that some of these homes are said built into like boarding houses. You can see members of the foul kind of milling about a few of them. Um, and just as you are about to pass around the corner um, of the kind of from the western half into the southern half of Marin's Gate, where you're just kind of coming around the corner and you're spotting the southern barricade, um, which you can see that there are a line of carts much longer, um, maybe two dozen are waiting outside of uh, the city. When from like 20 feet behind, you hear this kind of whistle and they say and you hear like cobalt hey kind of look around yeah um you turn and you see one of the 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 larger guys that was with the gentleman you're following um appears to have kind of peeled off and he's kind of standing next to an alleyway and he just kind of like gives you a head nod and walks into the alleyway follow uh ally i'm gonna go along too (laughs) We're going into this. I told you, we have nothing to fear from these men. The one with the brace, I know him. It's fine. Okay. And I'll follow. All right. So you guys go into the... uh, It's some of the alleyways between these homes um, are more well-kept than others. Um with there being either business fronts or home entrances out there. Um, the area that you're heading into is much kind of like dingier and dark. Um, as you head into this dimly lit alleyway, uh, you see the fig- the large kind of figure walking ahead of you, and then he kind of cuts around a corner out of... Oh, Do you continue to follow? Yeah, follow. We're, All right. we're gonna die. We're gonna die. I just don't... <laughs> uh, it's fine. And- just don't As open you guys... any doors. Don't get shot in the chest. I didn't open that door. <laughs> um, Someone must have you... opened it. You were the one standing there. <laughs> as you guys... Um, uh, and Clint, you got my earlier message yeah. on Discord. Yeah. Did you see that? Okay, cool. Um, as you guys go around the corner, uh, sort of like half pressed up against the wall is this... Um, large human figure um and what do you you see something hold on i made an assumption from that which i assume is the correct one so you didn't get my message on discord i only got the one saying that i recognize him okay 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 yeah yeah, you're good you're good um secrets uh, um i'm pretty sure everyone here is a fan of secrets I don't think anyone has secrets in our group. No. Everyone's open books. Um, okay, here we but go. You lost your book, so... Alright, um... So, you can see on his chest is this um, small pin. Um, it's a circle uh, that looks like a kind of hub-and-spoke wheel with two oars crossing through its... Um, 
And he says, were you followed? I don't think so. And he hands you a note and says, there, tonight, don't get followed. And he heads off down an alleyway. All right, well, back to the wagon. So that's where we're going to get murdered. We're not going to get murdered. Do we recognize the place that he just told us to go? I haven't opened the thing. Yep. Uh, Let's go to the wagon. All right. All right. I suggest we take away that there's does not uh, set us in front of the uh, inn that the others are staying at, just because. I'm staying at the inn. All right. So okay. as you all leave I'm the keep an eye dark... out as we leave the alley to see if there's anyone kind of watching for us or looking like they're heading towards the alley. All right, make a perception check. Uh, eight plus perception six, so... 14 14 um at, when you walk out you actually see that there is a uh, what looks like a one of those occupied buildings um not too far but it doesn't seem like anyone is looking over at you or anything oh the where the biker gang hangs the mercenaries yeah okay uh yeah I just kind of look around slightly bewildered and then head back towards the wagon okay as a show of like hmm, okay i'm kind of lost okay all right all right so we cut to kaya and una walking through the uh uh kind of going the shortest route possible which is back up north the way you came uh, and then into the northeastern quadrant of the city um as you all or you all kind of the both of you make your way up there um really without incident um town is sort of lightly abuzz with activity you pass by the same sort of brooding mercenaries uh that were occupying some of the buildings seeing the barricade to the north um through here, you can clearly see wagon's still there, giant ass shell on it, Scrammy Finch cooking a big pot. Um, Marcus sort of just swinging his knees from the front of the wagon, and uh, you make your way to uh, the building known called Anderson's. Not sorry, that's not it. I'm reading something else. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? Brownwall Books. Brownwall Books. Um, it's sort of tucked away in an alley off the main road, um, sort of flanked by, uh, some of the, um, domiciles, if you will, that people clearly live in, um, several stories high strings of laundry kind of going, uh, little bits of furniture, small pot, potted plants and things like that. People trying to kind of, you know, keep some upkeep and there's, you can see that there are some small trellises and things like that from some of the balconies that extend up to the upper levels of these buildings uh, where people have tried to add a little bit of greenery outside of their front doors. Um, And the area that you're in is pretty well kept as well. Um, And uh, Brownwall Books is located in the bottom floor of one of these uh, multi-story homes. Um, The only real difference is that there is a 
a round, large window that sort of peers directly into this bookshop. Um, and you can see that there are rows of different books kind of lining um, the area. And the, the top of the, the shelves that you can see almost have this like kind of felt red felt covering kind of running up and over the top of them, uh, creating like this nice warm softness to the entire room. And you head inside? No, uh, before we oh. head inside, if can I see somewhere around that looks a little like tucked out of the way? Uh, make it. Yeah, what? What are you? What are you trying to do? Uh, I want to look for somewhere where I can cast detect magic. Not. It's going to take me a few minutes, and I want to get out of the public's eye. Uh, sure. Make a uh, make an investigation check. That's a 10 on the die, so 17. 17? Um, there's sort of a, a small inlet um, almost kind of built into the side of one of the houses where there's it kind of slopes down into a small covered drain um, where some of the sh- it seems the street kind of slopes down to this way and you can kind of tuck yourself in there um, out of the view of anybody on the street at least. Una? <coughs> yeah? I, I need some time to cast a spell real quick. Do you think you could, like, I don't know, like, stand in front of me for a few minutes? I, I guess. Okay. Just stand here? Yeah. Just, like, look around, but don't go far. I just I just want to be tucked away. Una, your head is, like, two feet below an upper balcony, like a balcony to the next floor um, as you're, like, standing in front of this small alcove with Kaya doing her mat, flipping through her book behind you. Oh, okay. You don't have to be, like, right there. Just, like, I don't know. Just she gets dip in the board, just, like, failed to temporarily inconspicuous. As I'm, like, flipping through my book, just relax. Just look relax like you're supposed to be here <laughs> and a few people kind of walk by like two people kind of walk by these two women um and they're talking and they're kind of like they're kind of taken aback by the mere size of you at first but they're just kind of like hello and kind of walk by and sort of look back at you as they turn the corner by, like, like you know, about wave, but then like think like nope i should probably bow like <laughs> i think they are like seems like kaya's so should be a wave or a handshake they're already passing i don't know Kaya! <laughs> Go as fast as I can, okay? Okay. All right. And the minutes pass, and you successfully cast um, Detect Magic. Um, So, Kaya, let me have you do something. Um, I want you to roll three D100s, but I don't want anything above a 50. Except for I always roll these terribly. If you roll above okay. a 50, you're out. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> well, wish me luck. Oh, well. I got an 88. So he doesn't want those. I so, know. Uh, 48 and a 20. So re-roll the 88 for me. Did you get my message, Sam? 
35. Okay. Give me a moment. Pause. Talk amongst talk yourselves. Some, talk, talk amongst yourselves. You know, Peace and carrots, peace and carrots, peace and carrots, peace and carrots. <laughs> this is kind of exciting. I've never been in a bookstore before. People usually just bring me books. I don't usually get to pick my own. This is your first time in a bookstore, too? Well, if people lived in Hornrack forever, I guess it would be. Yeah, no, they don't have a lot of bookstores in the vacancy. Cat wants in. <laughs> oh, Bugsy. Yeah. What kind of books I mean, are you looking for? Oh, well, I doubt they'll have... I mean, I'll just look for, like, more, like, plant ones. Because I had a lot of plant ones back home. Or some history ones. Because I figure if I'm out here, I should know even more than I already know. I was actually thinking about looking for a plant book for Lex. He seems to be having some kind of affinity with them. I don't know, maybe he'd think it was a nice gift. You did mention not reading. I figure it should be pictures instead. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong, but... Let's just see what they have. (laughs) Got any coloring books for adults? (laughs) Not too advanced, though. (laughs) For not quite adults? Yeah. It's true. He is only like child still what like 16 jesus yeah i'm an adult <laughs> that's a perfect perfect amount of teenagers yes i like it yes that's good that's good you're doing as well your rp games at point right now zach <laughs> you remember when it's like be my age <laughs> i'm never gonna be like you when i grow up <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you enter Brownwall Books. Right? Yep. All right. There's a delicate jingle of a bell above the door as you enter. Um, the place has kind of a uh, old musty smell, to, um, but it is uh, it, it's warm and there's there's a, a cinnamon, a tinge of cinnamon smell, kind of somewhere in the air. Um, the carpet is this, uh, it's kind of a faded green and yellow pattern. Um, and, uh, this small, uh, sort of disheveled older man comes out and says, yes, yes. Hello. Brownwall books. Oh, goodness. Please. Looking up at, uh, uh, Una, please watch. Watch the light fixtures, please. I don't... It's hard for me to fix them, and I don't want you smacking your head into them. Do you want me to kneel down? Or get No, no please. Be, be comfortable. I just... just I don't want you breaking my light or hitting your... Okay. I'll be careful. Well, welcome. Please feel free to peruse and let me know if there's anything I can get for you. The name's... Reginald. And he starts and he starts to kind of turn slowly turn and kind of shuffle towards the back. It doesn't really look like he picks up his feet, more just kind of like slides him on the carpet. Um he's got these kind of loafers on and these 
high ankled pants. Um, just a skinny little old man. Before you disappear completely, where you're like. He starts to kind of slowly shuffle, turn back around. Yes. Oh, I feel like I'm bothering you. Oh, no. No, Um, this is. It's. uh, That's why I'm here to answer your question. I was looking for like nature plant books. Oh, yes, I have some. Anything in particular? Um. I think plant identification would be uh, nice. Like, yes, I, here. I've just got an updated version for the uh, herbalist guide to the the Eastern Range flora. If that would be of interest to you, Una looks at Kaya. Like, would this work for Lux? That sounds. That sounds fine. May we see it? Certainly, and he kind of slowly, painfully starts. He doesn't look like he's in pain, but this, the rate at which this man moves is very slow. Um, and he kind of moves around. There's this kind of like um, there's not a, a table or anything in there um, other than for like reading, but there's not like a counter or anything. like um, And it's basically just kind of like three rows of long books um, that maybe lead into like the second build as well um, in this particular block. Really, dude, you just got it. Now you want to leave? (laughs) Cats. All day, all day. Um, starts shuffling around kind of to the first aisle and after like two or three minutes of him walking he finally gets to like the end of this bookshelf and just sort of kind of points it down at this yellow binded book uh, that's kind of poking out of the bottom he says it's it's down there I can't really bend my knees to get it so I'll get it it, and I'll kneel down and I'll I'll pick it up yes that that's that's uh, the 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 latest edition. I just I got it in just uh, maybe uh, a month or so ago. It's the latest edition. As he's led us down this aisleway, uh, I'm gonna take that time to like look around. Do I see anything doing the the telltale glow? Um, not in this. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any kind of um uh there doesn't seem to be anything popping for you in these rows of books um and i mean looking at some of the titles i mean they all do seem to um you know you've walked past a fiction section and um uh you know a few educational pieces um things like that some some old uh lore books song books things like that um but nothing that at least out here pops for you (laughs) um i pick up the the herbalist book and i ask him how much how much is this title oh that well it's the latest edition so uh, let me think here 
I think that would probably uh, fifty dollars. Uh, this uh, um, I don't know what are books worth. <laughs> Hunter, do they have printing presses invented? Um, if not, they're worth much more. <laughs> yes. Uh, hold on. Let me let me get a let me get a reference here. Let me just get a reference and and kind of go from there because I don't really know what just a. Uh, let's see, adventuring gear. We'll go to that. Ten platinum. Ten platinum. <laughs> oh. gold pieces. I mean, oh. yeah, hundred gold. Yeah. It says a go- A book is twenty-five gold pieces. Um. seems kind of like a lot we'll go with that though um (laughs) 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 um ah. food costs rooms cost a gold piece (laughs) yeah yeah, but it's not like you know we pay way too much for hotel rooms and stuff anyway um (laughs) and it says it weighs five pounds that's a big book i will say 10 gold pieces for that It's 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 a field manual, not a full five pound book. <laughs> it's a textbook. Yeah. yeah. It's a field it's a field guide. It's the latest edition. Full hardcover dictionary. Well then I definitely think I'll take this one. If it, you don't mind, I think I'd like to peruse a little longer though. Certainly. It's so big it does bludgeoning damage. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I don't have that yet. <laughs> Am I proficient in books? Um, yes, yeah. you would be, Eric. You definitely. All right, I was so, yeah. wondering if you had any books on, like, uh, gods around? Uh, certainly, plenty of uh, books on religion. If you're looking for holy texts themselves, then. You might want to check out the temple in town, but if you're looking for ac- academic or things like that, I can it's... certainly show yeah, you wanna... where those are. Yeah, that would be nice. All right, that was two rows over then, so here we go. And you starts. Could just, we could just tell us, and we could just. You That's a very. That's a very unique system I have here. You'll. You'll only get lost. <laughs> I insist, and he <laughs> takes a while, and uh, eventually, you scoot. after a- after much gritting of teeth and looking around, um, he he makes it there and says, "This one's nice and handy, right here." Now, this one, this is just about. Um, well, I don't know what religion this one's about. Let's see. Let's look at the list of gods real quick here. <laughs> Are we not going to see the two of them until, like, tomorrow? Uh, at this point, it's been, you guys have probably been in there for I mean, about 20 minutes already, and you've looked at one book. Um, I was going to make the joke the... of we got a long rest after this. Uh, let's see here. It is, um, oh, well, look, it just happens to be, this is, uh, the an academic take on whether Sabur, the god of trickery, is indeed a chaotic god or not. Hmm, interesting. Not my cup of tea, but would you like no. it? No, I was looking for like more of a reference of like lesser known gods and like where they're like they normally worship. 
people worship them or stuff like well, that. Certainly. But... So you're looking on some, for something related to under gods. Yeah, like lesser known. Like yes, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's only one row over. Go follow me. <laughs> Start shuffling along. Um, brings it out. Um, and it's titled The Under Ark. Um, and it is a book about uh, what are known as under gods. So not necessarily uh, um, gods of, you know, power over, um, you know, necessarily life and death or the cosmos or any, you know, one great kind of sector of um, cosmic life, but are related to maybe a specific plant or a specific place or a specific um, attitude or goal in mind. Um, and you would know that, I mean, really, the, the, the world, as far as anyone is concerned, is filled with, um, you know, divine, you know, along kind of a spectrum, at least, um, gods of all sorts of stature and power. Um, some big, uh, like the Divine Ark. Um, like I said, others very small. Um, and uh, others who may not even exist anymore. How, how much for this? Oh, that one. That's well, that's a big, that's a heavy book. So that one would be, that would be 25 gold pieces for that book. Look at my 30 gold. Go, <laughs> okay. And I'll push that off to him. I'll All give him 25 right, well. gold. Well, thank you. Is there anything else? You seem you like mind. the curious bunch. I'd like to peruse for a little while. On my own is fine. All right. I will be to in the back. Just hollow if you need me and I'll be out in a jiffy. And he starts kind of shuffling towards the opposite end of the entrance. Well, it doesn't look like I'm going to find what I came here for. But this is kind of exciting. I mean, I don't know if the book I bought has the answer, but at least be interesting. What kind of answers are you looking for? I mean, it's just a book of, like, lesser gods. It seems interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I admit I don't know that much about even the Divine Ark, honestly. I mean, there's like the big the big names, and then these little guys. And so, you know, learning about them more and like where like some of their temples might be located and other things they might do and what people uh, like have dominion over. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just looking at stuff. Well, Good to know. We probably shouldn't spend too long. We should probably get back to the wagon shortly. But we could probably spend a couple more minutes. I mean, you got something for Lex, and I got something for me, and I'll probably look at the book that you got for Lex. But you don't have any. No, they don't seem to have exactly what I'm looking for. I mean... You could ask the guy. Going to. <laughs> for. But I kind of want to look around for a few minutes first. I've never been in a bookstore before. I've already paid for mine. 
so I don't think he'd mind if I look at mine while you look around. Probably not. It's yours. So have a graphic novel section. <laughs> and Kaya, um, you're into books. You're a book person. Um, <laughs> and with the access in your experience with accessing those books in your past um kind of being uh, a framing for all of this um the sight and the openness of i mean hundreds of books along these three very long shelves um it's kind of like a it's almost a bit overwhelming to you and there's like this kind of there's a tingle in your finger to like want to like feel the pages of every single one um crack it open and see kind of its possibilities and what's inside um as you've been walking like it's just you know you're trying you're taking in almost every you know sort of like when you pass by like billboards or road signs on the side of the road it's like you're kind of like doing this you're you're trying to catch the name of every single bit of binding uh and it's a um overwhelming but um very positive kind of sight and experience for you um as we've been following him i would have been like touching the spines of books just introducing myself, you know, in, in, in a way to all of the book and store. But as a few minutes pass, uh, I'll remember our task and I will go find the kindly old Reginald. All right, he's like halfway back um, as he's still shuffling. And he kind of hears you coming up and just kind of keeps shuffling and then stops and kind of starts turning. Yes! There was, there was one more thing uh, that I've been kind of looking for. I don't know if you can help me. You might be able to. Do you have any books about magic? Perhaps? Yes, all sorts of academics and and, and primers on on the, the the mystery and the stories magic of course anything in specific I mean, magic's fairly broad it is it is rather uh but not so much magic in like the academic sense more magic in the, the practical application sense do you have any 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 spell books or scrolls or anything like that perhaps Mm, and kind of gives you a look over and he says for academic purposes I have a a, a bit of a passing interest in it alright well I do have something in the back let me go and get it out for you I'll only be a jiffy and he kind of continues along his path that he was going towards the back um and uh about 10 minutes later, he returns <laughs> um, and uh, presents you with a, a very old, um, actually somewhat ratty um, spell book with many of the pages that seem um, at one time. It looks like as you kind of flip through it, um, it does appear to be an elvish um, and it's old notes that you can kind of like no longer read 
but there are these three stiff, almost like brand new seeming pages within the confines of this musty old book that kind of stand out in the stark contrast from their uh, peers. Um, and it would appear that it's a, it's a spell book with uh, three spells in it. This is this is incredible. Yes, uh, I've 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 had that for quite a long time. It's wow! This is amazing. Uh, would you would you be willing to part with it? Oh, I would have to give that some thought. I've haven't had many people come in and asking about some. This is from my well, my personal collection, but. Well, I am old, so I suppose I could potentially part with it. Could you give me a day or so to think on it, though? Oh, of, of, of course I could. Um, Thank you. This, these, All these books mean just a little bit, you know, a little bit of something to me. This one, well, it means quite a lot, I think. Books are definitely friends, for sure. The best and most patient of them, in my experience. If you were to part with it, how how much do you think it would be? That's I I I don't know right now, and I don't even know if I want to do it. Like I said, give me give me a day, and I will. If you come back, I was I will have an answer for you. That I'll need to sleep on it. Like I said, it's from my personal collection. I understand how hard it would be to give up a friend like that. I take all the time you need. Well, thank you. I don't know what good of a friend it is. I can't read Elvish worth a darn, but it certainly is. Uh, it was expen. It was hard to get. Well, you don't come across many things like this. But uh, if I open the book to any of the pages, um, mm-hmm. can I can I make out any of the Elvish expressions? Make an investigation check. Because you're also, I would say you're also being very um, ginger about this, right? Not trying to harm any of the book. Oh, God, no. Uh, so, 18. 18, okay. Um, yeah, I would say sort of without going into them in, in too much detail, um, you're able to pull, what if I give you a, a, a school of magic for all three? Would that work? I'm not even trying to look at the actual spells. Oh. I'm just trying to uh, find something that I can read back to him in Elvish. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you do find a, um, again, most of this, I mean, and there are pages that are kind of like clumped together. Um, it seems like this was dunked in something, maybe at some point trampled by something else. It's a, it's a pretty old ratty book. Um, at one time it was probably very illustrious in its heyday. Uh, you do manage to find some very old Elvish script, almost kind of like finding something, you know, in, um, you know, like old school English with thou's and thus and thine and, what for i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and uh you there there seems to be some sort of mentioning um of an expedition having gone well 
um it, it mentions um a, a darian um and how they made some sort of discovery um the other day and um now they're able to move on to the next place without much context of the rest of this i mean you're able to pull kind of a name and maybe the idea that this was some sort of researcher's book perhaps at some time well as he says that he he can't even read it uh i'll point to that passage and i'll i'll tell him what i've said well i can read it it's talking here about and i explain okay (laughs) he says oh well that's Hmm. that's incredibly interesting that it is that it is but like I said, give me a day. You're trying to course, get it, or are you trying to make him keep it? <laughs> Look I'm how interesting this nice. is. <laughs> I'm trying to share passion with another book lover. Wow, Go look how it. interesting this book you can't read but want to keep is. <laughs> uh, well, um, Reginald is, is very appreciative of you reading that passage to him, and he gingerly takes it back and uh, Begins shuffling it back to the back of the store. It says, come back tomorrow. I'll have an answer for you. Oh, of course. Uh, and as I turn to go, I remember that I've got that other book in my hand. And I rush back over and I give him the ten gold. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's the latest edition, you know. Yes, thank you. I think it will get a lot of use. Happy to hear it. And he continues shuffling. By the time you guys make it out the front door, he's moved about three feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, Ally, Lex, and Eret, the three of you. Let's change this. This one's been on for a while. This one's not much different. Um, oh, let's see here. Here we go. All right. Yeah, sure. Hey, we already Pick done it up. one. Kick it up a notch. Um, so, Ally, Air, and Lex, um, you guys are make you made your way back to the wagon, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's Marcus? Is he still just kind of chilling? Yeah, I mean, they've kind of got a little. Him and the other um, Hornrock guard, uh, <laughs> Riley, have uh, tents set up outside of uh, you know, kind of um, on the other side of the wagon, and. I mean, they're they're not really planning on going anywhere. They can't. It's their duty to guard these wagons, so they don't go anywhere until they go somewhere. I'll uh, I'll wander over to Marcus though. And, uh, right. Well, how are you feeling after uh, finally being able to put some tent stakes down here for the moment? I'm happy to be. I guess in a place with some green. This is a little new for me. It's been it's rather pleasant, I suppose. And uh, frankly, I'm ready to deliver these damned wagons. And yeah. probably never after I go back to Horn Rock, I'll probably never want to ride a wagon. That's really kind of how I'm feeling at this moment. But uh, I heard the heard some of the guards talk or the uh, the file members talking. Um, seemed like there was a little bit of a, maybe a fracas in town earlier. Uh, from what I was kind of able to glean from one of the innkeepers, it sounds like it's not too unusual these days. This one seemed particularly bloody, though. Um, 
I have. I'm. I'll just. I don't know. To put it bluntly, I have a bad feeling about how this is going to start to go down. If there's going to be open bloodshed in the streets, so. Um. I got to. That got me to thinking a bit about you guys being here. Um. And. Well. I know this is kind of sudden, but I have something that I think is probably better suited for you. And I'll go and I'll take the uh, um, the Fury Cutter. Oh. Um, the more I think about it, I think this should probably stick with someone who's got Horn Rock's defense at heart at all times, so kind of want to give this to you, seeing as this is what brought down Fury in the first place. Uh, kind of takes it and Riley kind of like walks up to it and is like, oh shit, that's intense. That's that's cool. Um, and uh, um, that, to that, the one before. that was not the one I meant to. We're going with the Pip and the Hunchback. Um, Lex, are you? I can't possibly take this from you. This is yours. It's. It is a very good sword. I'm thankful for the uh, use I've been able to have for it, but I do think, like I said, its place should be with someone who's going to try and keep Horn uh, Horn Rock and its people safe. And I don't think that person is me. He kind of takes it, kind of holds it up in his hand, kind of feels like the weight of it, kind of rocks it back and forth, and sort of lets it drop onto his shoulder and extends out his hand to yours. He says, thank you, Lex. Anytime, Marcus. Just keep yourself and everyone safe. And Riley just kind of... (laughs) Uh, so and Marcus kind of sets the sword up on top of the wagon so things have gotten pretty bad in there huh he kind of says that out to like ally era three like the three of you three of the FOW members were murdered in today's scuffle (laughs) well I have to say this is a the first time I've been even near a city where um, problems like that weren't mine to uh, deal with. While bloodshed's definitely not good, I do have admittedly some, maybe it's guilt or relief, but that I don't have to deal with that. I'm kind of hoping you and everyone else out here don't have to, but... I'm not worried about the foul doing anything to me. I'm just guarding a, a wagon they have no quarrel with horn rock it seems so I have no, no quarrel with them I'm more just concerned about the uh, what people become when uh, things finally do boil over and hit the fan whatever that is Scrammy Fence just yells out well 
People will be people, whether there's shit involved or not. Suppose you're right, Scrammy Finch. Marcus just goes, it's all day. It's been all day. <laughs> Scrammy says, it's going to be all night, too. <laughs> Till <Just, laughs> we can get into the city. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I suppose we'll be uh, keeping watch at our wagon for right now. Alright. <clears throat> yeah, I'll wait so, for Kaya and Una to show up. Alright. Kaya um, and Una. Oh, no, yes. Una. While we're waiting for them to show up, I'm going to go back over to the guards. Yeah. And not. Uh, I'm going to ignore the young one that has no idea what the hell's going on. Sure. Um, excuse me, uh, ha- can you tell me if someone's gone through the gates today or yesterday? Look around and they say, no one but you. Um, would I know how much, like, a bribe is? Uh, yeah, I mean... Usually... I mean, you know, like the average, uh, I mean, a, a, a gold piece with a common person can usually yeah. get you kind of far, but. Okay, um, so I'll be like, well, like, I'm looking for a woman that left our caravan early, and I'll give them a description of um, mm-hmm. our captive, captive. Yeah. And I'll be so, like, um, kind of subtly give them a gold coin. They kind of just look down at the gold coin, look back up at you and say, like we said, you're the only ones that have come through since we've been here 10 days. Or sorry, no. It'd be like five days. Okay. Thanks. And I'll go back over there. Five, five, ten. Yeah. All right, so then, yeah, you're all back at the the wagons. Well, we found the, well, at least I assume, the FOW leadership. What? Is oh, is that is that where you went? Yes. Well, we when we left out of the crow's fly or crow flies, we there was a few men out clearly with the FOW looking over the remains of the battle uh, but the one an older gentleman I would recognize that pointy nose anywhere used to work with him many many years ago right when he was a young boy wow fancy finding somebody you know so quickly we didn't get to talk to him I think Thankfully, he recognized me as well. It seems things are a bit tense, and he... I don't know if he's protecting us or himself, but... uh, Instructed us not to uh, approach in the streets, and gave us a place to meet him tonight at dark. We have to head to the Anderson's Cooper. Okay. Just meeting your friends, that's fine, right? 
Yes. An old friend. I haven't talked to him in probably 40 years at least, but... Wait, what? Do kobolds even live that long? <laughs> well, most don't make it past probably 25, 30. If that. Yeah, I, I mean... So you're ancient. Well, in a way, I suppose, yes. A rare specimen. I managed to, yes, avoid the foibles that most kobolds fall into. That uh, cost them their... Yeah, I think all of you would probably know, either from reading or just kind of talking to folks or hearing about the world in general, kobolds are the most like you know sub sub labor like i mean they they are medial labors in every sense word in basically across the kingdom um you don't find kobold merchants or nobles or anything like that there you know you guys have seen them in the dye pits and things like that like uh doing you know risky jobs and things like that i mean kobolds don't live long at all i was explaining to uh Lex earlier, actually, how I think I managed to avoid such a short and harsh life, but I somehow managed to prove myself useful to the uh, green dragon that I was born under, and managed to avoid her wrath and the wrath of many of the laborious tasks that kobolds get put to. And then spent some decent amount of time in the prison pits, and if you prove useful there, they tend to want to keep you around to keep morale and production high, so I think I was more rather lucky than anything else to make it this long. Mm-hmm. It's certainly been a storied and interesting time. Well, I'm glad you survived. Me too, Una, me too. <laughs> Una, I think if you look through that book of yours, you might find somewhere and it might mention saying that someone is really old isn't the nicest thing you can do. <laughs> I mean, she's got a point, though. I'm pretty it has ancient. To do with whether or not it's true. More than just... double any other kobold I've ever met or heard of. Noted. When I get to that chapter, I'll make sure to keep it in mind. I mean, I'll keep it in mind now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. With strangers, maybe maybe don't mention that. Okay. When we see that. Joe, though, make sure you tell him he's old. <laughs> Joe's the man that I know that we're going to meet. I think he'll get a kick out of it. So I can tell some people they're old and other people they aren't old. They prefer to be called young, or just don't mention it. Just don't mention it generally. Okay. I can do that. Oh, Lex. Uh, I got yeah. you something while we were in the bookstore. Oh, a coloring book. <laughs> oh. And I pull out the book and I hand it to him. Oh. Um. Thanks, Kaya. 
seem to have this affinity with plant, you know, with the, the plant people and their their arrowhead and the the one sometimes appear around you while we're fighting things. Your green sword. I don't know. I thought maybe it would be interesting to you. Yeah, no, I'm sure it is, and I like that it has all the pictures. I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might it, need a little help trying to get the full use out of it. It's uh, and, and you would know that the eastern range is sort of the area based on your guys's um map. If we wanna, we can go to roll twenty and pull that up if you want, so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. The map. I knew that was coming. I'm a map. Well, I gotta zoom into the eastern range. Alright, so it's a little south of where we're at. I was thinking if you wanted a little help, I could help you go through some of it. Um Yeah, if it's not uh if it's not too tough for you to help, then yeah, no, I'd appreciate that. And you know, if you're not like... interested in it, um, you know, I will always uh, take a peek at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's look. It looks like it's a lot of grasses and um, flowers, um, things like that. A few mosses here and there. Any plants that I that stand out as something I kind of recognize for whatever reason? Um, I don't think so. Okay. But I'm still interested. It's all a brand new adventure. Indeed. All right. So what else are you guys doing? What time is it now? Um, at this point, I mean, it didn't take too long to get around the city. I mean, Kaya and Una got held up just because Reginald's really slow. Um... But uh, it's probably about five o'clock or so, four o'clock, four o'clock. Probably go back to the inn, take my room and take a bath and try to get rid of the road, really. All right. We know what I want to walk around. I mean, it's a small town. Same time. Uh, It's not black in the room. She's free to do whatever she wants. What's your guys' plan for the, um, for the, are you guys going to go meet? I am. Yeah. Who know what? Yeah, I'll go check out. I'll go meet Joe. At dark. Yeah, I would plan on going with everybody. Yeah. How how long till dark? A few hours. Time for a bath and a meal? Yeah. Yeah, you guys can do a bath and a meal. I pull up the uh, folding chair with Scramity. And whisper Who's at smoking? Him. And whisper at him? Keep cutting out, Sam. Well, and, and you whisper at him? Yeah, just because he has super hearing and I don't want to hurt oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh While we're back at the wagons meeting with everybody, before I turn around and go back to town, I'm going to recast a lot 
around our wagon. Alright. Um, and that'll be the last thing I do before I leave. Uh, and before I go back to town to also get a bath, I'll stop in with Marcus. Stopping and talking to Marcus? Mm-hmm. Alright, he's sort of just like, like kind of getting used to the weight of this massive great sword um spinning around and he is a i mean he's a trained soldier i mean he may not be you know best caravan guard ever but um he knows how to fight and um it seems like lex handing him this sword has kind of given him boost of like confidence in life um that you guys definitely saw kind of take a hit earlier on in the uh the trail out of the plateau he says, why would Lex give this to me? It's, I mean, he did. I don't know. Lex gave you his sword? Wow. Yeah. Very nice of him. Be careful with it. Hold on. <laughs> Dude. You need to put a cat door in that door, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm sorry. What do you say to Marcus? Be careful with it. It's not. Oh. It's not just a regular sword. Oh yes, I know. It's the one that killed Grizzle the Fury. I'm well aware. No, I mean. <laughs> in, in addition to that, it's it's a magic sword. No, that's the other one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I thought. No, that's not the green sword. The, the, gr- the one cutter that and the Grizzle. green sword are two different swords. Right. The one that killed Grizzle is the one that has the radiant mm-hmm. one on it. Right. And the light, okay. yep. I thought that the, they were one lit up and the other had the arrowhead. No. The, the one, one that, that has, has the arrowhead arrow lights up. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's the yeah, his, his, like, his like pimped out sword is the, the one with the arrowhead. It's got okay. the green on it, the filigree, yeah. the, the magic, the... Okay, I thought they were rims, separate swords. You know. That one's called... The leaf blade. <laughs> Razor leaf. <laughs> Oh yeah, Razor Leaf, we did decide on that one. And this one's yeah. Fury Cutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you all saw that I used Hyper Beam earlier. <laughs> yeah. Right after you did Plant Growth. <laughs> it's freaking Pokemon, my goodness. Uh, that one's um, seed. Um, Marcus says, um, so you weren't anywhere near the, uh, the danger earlier, no, we were we were inside. Uh, the the door to the inn. The proprietress she she locked it, locked us safe inside. I don't know if you have a lot of time while you're here, but there's a bookstore in town. I don't know if you read much, but you might check it out. It's pretty interesting. Well, I can't really leave the wagon right now, but. Um, I guess maybe if this thing clears up in the next couple of days, you could, we could go and you could show me some recommendations. (laughs) I don't know how long we're staying, but you're staying in here. I know that. Look at this. Look at this cat. He just got in here. <laughs> no. Is he meowing? What is he doing? He's just hitting at the door. 
<laughs> looking at, at me. At you. <laughs> Just lay down. You were laying down right here. No. Right, fine. <laughs> Don't tell him what he hates it. He gave in, gave him what he want. He's just gonna keep doing it every week. Yeah. Get at least two iterations of this. Yeah, no, he does all the time. You anyway. gotta put your foot down. Um, yeah, so, well, I, yeah, I, I don't know much about books, but perhaps um, if this thing clears up, you and I could go there together and you could show me, I don't know, some recommendations or something. We'll see how long we stay, I guess. Well, regardless, um,. Yeah. I'd like to see you before you leave. All of you. I'd like to see all of you before you leave. We, He's kind of well, kicking some dirt. We won't, <laughs> we won't run off into the night, fast. <laughs> yes, we've 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 had enough of that, haven't we? People running off into the night. Yes, I'm afraid that's gonna come back and bite us later at some point. Ugh. Or not. I, I hope I hope she's gone for good. <laughs> That's not your problem anymore. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bye. Stay safe. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Uh. All right. So, um, Eric. You're going back to take your bath, get a meal. Anyone else doing anything? Uh, I was going to ask if the... Uh, it's hard to tell kind of where it bends on the uh, map here. The uh, river just out is able to actually extend within walking distance outside of town from where we're camped. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I might yeah. just go wander down town, to the... Uh, it goes through, like, the. it flanks the town. Yeah, I just didn't know if the bend made it worthwhile or if like you're better off going in town to get to the riverbank, but I'll just probably go clean up there. Yeah, no, the only way to access the riverbank, um, it's not even really the bank of the river, it's more of docks, like a, an area of the town walls sort of, there's a gap and there's a, a dock kind of built there. Okay. Um, so this is the only place. And this is where it's like kind of coming from s somewhere further, kind of around a bend somewhere. Um, yeah. And it's fairly kind of small, almost kind of like a... a uh, like a, you know, a wide and deep, deep kind of creek that, as it gets into town, it seems to pick up um, quite a bit of momentum and widen out and things like that. It's it's moving at a pretty quick clip, but it's very clear. You can see a lot of you know different sized um, rocks and pebbles um, inside. Uh, there's a bit where the you know, it kind of slopes down into the stream and then kind of up the side of a mountain. You can see that there's um, a few patches of kind of moss and things like that clinging to a few rocks on the other side. Um, but it's kind of like a little inlet where you can actually kind of wade into if you wanted to without getting swept up in the rest of the, the current. Scramity Finch's horses are kind of drinking out of there. Yeah, I'll, I'll go there and just kind of dip my toes in the water and kind of, you know, douse my face with water and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Lexus is as far as you. I mean, other than um, the uh, sh sharp wind waters, which was a uh, you know the waters you were pulled from. Um, you've never really kind of seen.
I mean, a, a river before or really kind of dipped your feet in the water like this. Cold spring water. Yeah. Lucky toes. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, I'm just kind of having fun, just kind of wading out in the water and relaxing, yeah. trying to just... It's a, it's a very pleasant little kind of valley. Um, almost like this little um, oasis that sits, you know, beneath a, a cliff face that leads up to a desolate hellscape um, beyond. Um, so it's it's definitely a nice reprieve from everything that you guys have experienced up until this point. Um, and Lex, for you even, I mean, it's a reprieve from the harsh environment that you've, you know, spent the last year in um before waiting out too much I'll probably uh doff my cloak um and probably my shirt as uh well I don't know if anyone is actually out there too while I'm kind of waiting through but um if they are they would see that my back has actually got quite a few different scars that have all long healed over but um also just a row of like inked in glyphs that kind of just run down my spine but other than that just kind of having fun out in the water you guys all gaze upon the wet and glistening chiseled body (laughs) of of Lex (laughs) the 16 year old human Uh, and indeed there are numerous scars um, long healed some very large ones going across his back and upper shoulders, um, and you can see that there are some sort of runes tattooed down his spine. Symbols of some sort. In a language I can't see because it's behind me. (laughs) (laughs) His host family only had a tiny little mirror and he could only... They better not say something stupid like I love soup or whatever. <laughs> That'd be adorable. <laughs> Alright. Um And Una would have went like if we're not meeting up for a bit to see the um, Allies friend, Una would have turned into a small her four foot nine form that's human with drab brown clothes and long drab brown hair. And with her book, just started walking through town. All right. Looking or doing anything in particular? No, just... Just sort of taking in the scene? Exactly. All right. And Ally, you're just kind of hanging by the wagon? Dark. Yeah, hanging out with the Scrammity Finch. Okay. Cool. Um, so for all intents and purposes, everyone does what they wanted to do. Everyone gets to, you know, walk around. Um clean themselves up get a meal um it would seem that the um the donnie brook earlier has um put a bit of a muted tone on some of the city um but people are still kind of continuing to go about their business which is slowing as the evening kind of presses on um but you can see that many of the lower these housing units are um, active with energy and, and you can see inside some of the windows that there are you know maybe three or four stool almost like 
many taverns kind of built into quite a few of these places. Uh, there doesn't appear to be necessarily any super large or prominent inns or, you know, taverns or anything like that. Although, Una, at one point you do walk by um, in the southeastern uh, part of the city, uh, just kind of on your lap about town. Uh, you do walk by the mocking bottle, which um, you can hear quite a bit of noise coming from inside um, as the day grows on. Um, it's like a two and a half story building that looks like a hodgepodge, like different rooms kind of at different levels jutting out from the main base level. Um, there's a finely carved ar- uh, arch doorway leading inside, but you notice there's no windows on this but like there's kind of this muffled sound of revelry com- um emanating from the building as you walk by and there's a few kind of drunk people like staggering outside Una uh, is that- seriously curious but she is also completely intimidated <laughs> and will watch with a very curious gaze but just slowly keep walking by all right Anything else you guys would like to do before you get to the dock? Nope. All right. (laughs) So you all um, regroup back at the wagon as presses upon Marin's gate. How do you all proceed? And just so you know, there's always there's a constant the the barricades. It seems like they've maybe rotated folks in and out. but they're guarding this thing with a militant-like presence. Una will just hold her book, and are we gonna see your friend now, ally? Yes, I think that's the plan. Head to the Anderson's Cooper and uh, see if what Joe's got up his sleeve here, what he needs from us or wants from us or whatever. It shouldn't be. I'm. He's the same Joe I remember. Should we all move in as a group, or should we try and be a little bit more discreet? But mm. we're friends. I mean, no, sorry. It's allies, friend. Why would we be discreet? I don't well, think it's cause... allies, friends. I'm worried about it's those that might take issue with them. Indeed. Oh. Okay. The FOW seems to be a. a... In a hostile place. So there might be those that are hostile with the FOW's friends. Which would be us, I think. Present. Anyways. Well, okay. But if you're ready, I say we head into town and see what Joe has to say. If he doesn't have anything good to say, then well. I guess we'll see what we do from there. So I'll head to the barricade and All ask right. the guys there. Excuse me, do, do, would any of you happen to know where the Anderson's Cooper is? They, they, I think that's uh, it's in the southeastern part of town, and they kind of give you directions to it. Okay. Uh, and I'll go back out to where the group is. Like we, he told us not to be followed, so. We should be at least a little discreet on this. Uh, should we maybe split into groups to be less conspicuous? 
I mean, sure. I mean, I'm very conspicuous, but... You were walking around earlier and seemed unconspicuous. Well, that's because I can make myself different. I mean, I can do it again. I mean, I've had enough time, probably, to be able to do it again. Well, that's... Why don't you do that again, and you and Aerith can go, and I'll tell them where the thing is. All right. And you and and Lex, I point at Kaya. You and Lex can go together, and I'll head out now. We'll all meet there. Okay. Okay. Try to be discreet and make sure you're not followed. Okay. And And all right. Head out. What, 100, 200 feet ahead of them. All right. So you south uh, through the eastern portion of uh, Marin's Gate towards Anderson's Cooper, and um, you notice uh, in the area very similar to what you saw with the mercenaries, but this time with the fowl. As you kind of head into the alleyways in this densely packed corner of Marin's Gate, you can see this a heavy presence of um, very attentive eyes from uh, presumably foul members kind of keeping a lookout for things. Um, Ally, you make it to the back that looks, uh, it looks like the lower level of this building is both like a blacksmith as well as a cooper workshop where they make barrels and casks and things like that um and uh you make your way inside um and as you open the door um you're met with one of the big gentlemen you saw earlier pointing a crossbow at you which he then upon seeing you lowers down to his side says all right you came is uh is anybody anybody follow you? Expecting anyone else? Uh, well, no one that I don't know was following me, but there are four that I do know following me, and they should come in groups of two, quickly behind me. All right. I'll step aside and wait. I think uh, I think Joe's okay with seeing your friends too, so we'll show them in when they get here. And he kind of gives a nod to another guy that's kind of standing in the area and. You see that there is a um, workbench with a half-completed barrel and iron bands and and small, uh, you know, buckets of small nails and things like um, small slabs of wood that have yet to be formed into the barrel shape. Um, but the, off to the corner, there's a stack of barrels, um, and there's this one barrel drum that's probably about like three and a half feet in diameter, pretty big. Um, and the guy grabs the top, kind of slides it over. And there is this set of steps that goes down into the ground. Um, as you start walking down, um, can I wait for the others? Door. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yep. Okay. So all of this happens after you guys all arrive. Um, <laughs> you all see, you all see this uh, stairwell be revealed, in a large barrel, and it leads you down. Um, and there's a door. And upon hearing the noise, a, a thing kind of slides open, and these eyes kind of peer out, and it slides shut. And you open the door, and there's this long table um, with um, a, a very simple sort of um, hanging, uh, you know, um, 
candle holder casting kind of a dim light throughout the room um, and leaning back in the shadows dirty pair of boots up on the table um, with one leg uh, embraced in, a, in an iron and wooden brace and the feet kind of clack down onto the ground and leaning out of the shadows is this old grizzled face neck tattoos um, tattoos on his hands an eye patch on one eye thin mustache under his nose and he goes well 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 I thought that was you Gator and that's where we'll pick up next time right Yay. so thank you all for joining us on yet another adventure of Duck Duck Dice uh, we hope to see you at the table next time staying safe healthy relatively happy um <laughs> you're welcome at the table with us anytime uh and like we always say in the game roll on <laughs> <laughs>